walls closing in and shit. Yeah, yeah. Feeling it. Hell yeah, reporting live from my apartment room for a couple of years now when the same spirits as Martin Luther. Pulling rabbits out of my hat, watch me jump out of my lack. Imagine everyone, cause in real life I'm driving this Nissan. What's up everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Black is the New Black Podcast. I'm your boy Benjamin Anderson. You can find me on Twitter at Blackout89. That's B-L-A-Q-89. Taylor, tell the people where they can find you, man. What's up? It's your boy Taylor, Black and New Black Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at the King of the Chill underscore and on Facebook, you know, Taylor Smith. On Instagram, Tay Outchido underscore because I'm ghetto. I but never yeah. put my Instagram on here. My Instagram, for those who care to see pictures of my nephew and random pictures of the food I eat, uh, is uh, <laughs> Mace Windu Jr. I never tell my Instagram because I don't. And occasionally I post really ugly selfies of myself because I'm butt fucking ugly. So, you know. But my mama loved me. Um, sure about that? Well, let's go. I mean, I assume so, but, you know. You know what to say about assuming shit? Yeah, it makes the ass out of you and me. So, yeah. you know. Uh, anyway, moving right along. Everything going, man. man. Everything going good. So, for those who don't know who we are, uh, we are a variety show in the vein of our brother show, uh, My Take Radio. We do, but we're more focused on hip-hop, nerd shit, and sports. Ow. I just hit my hand. Uh, hip hop, nerd, shit, and sports. So you get a different vibe, different different thing from us. So uh, if you haven't listened to us before, our ignorance knows no bounds. No, there's no hindrance to our ignorance. We are the cooniest of coons. Uh, well, that's that's a terrible thing to say. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's terrible, but you know, it's, listen, is anything else close to the truth than that? Please. Let's start this off, man. Let's go ahead and start. <laughs> All right, let's start this shit off. All right, so sports. without further ado, let's get into sports. Uh, this week's sports. Um, so the NCAA tournament started. Yes, as, it did. As everybody should know, um, uh, Kentucky's out here looking like they're about to dominate. I mean, they are dominating, but like about. I mean, he, here's the thing with Kentucky: they're, they're going to they're going to the Final Four. That's just unless unless another team played their A plus 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 game, they're going to the Final Four. Now, I will say this. I think Kentucky is the best basketball team in the country. But I will also say this. I think they can be beat. It's going to take a team, A, being able to score, and B, having the talent level to stay in the ballgame. The only but, team... Oh, go ahead. I mean, to me, there really only are about maybe two to three teams that even fit that description. The only team I really see that could possibly... Like I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Duke. I'm thinking Duke. Arizona, and I'm thinking um, Duke, Arizona. I, the other team is in my head. Maybe Wisconsin if they could slow the game down. Yeah, if if, if Wisconsin slows the game down and is able to hit those shots, then they have a greater chance of winning. But again, what what the thing is, it's not like this is Kentucky um, of old where they. And Kentucky's always played great defense, so let let me not say they're not. But it's not like it's the Kentucky teams that had to run. Like, this team can play horribly offensively and still yeah. beat you because defensively but, they're so again, much better than you. But, again, that's why that's why I, they're not unbeatable to me. Like I said, they're a great defensive team, but sometimes they do struggle to score the basketball. Well, I mean, when you're starting point guard and shooting guard. Again, I, again, that's the roster they put together. I can't, I'm not giving, I can't give them excuses. That's the roster. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm just saying, like, 
I'm just saying. But the Harrison again, twins can't shoot. But I'm saying, like again, that's why I think guard play again is the tournament. Guard play is gonna come. It's gonna be big. Guard play is gonna be. Yeah, huge. but like like I said, man, like the Harrison twins might not be able to score, but they can stop your point guard from scoring. Again, that's why I said your guard play is going to be humongously important playing Kentucky. If you have great guards, you have you have a shot. I mean, but what team has great guards in this right now? I mean, Duke have good guards. Um, I wouldn't call them great. I didn't say great. I said good. You see, you don't who, pay attention. Who are the starting guards? Uh, what's that dude name? Uh, Wesley. No, he's a power forward. The, uh, the, the Jones. The, it's it's a freshman, Tyus Jones and uh, what? Tyus Jones and Cook. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I think Cook is still. Yeah. I don't know, but um, I don't know. I'm interested to see how the rest of the tournament goes. Yeah, but me too. I, I kind of think that Kentucky's probably going to run away with this. Well, question: Who's your final four? Um, Kentucky. Hold on, let me pull up a bracket. I wish you had there, mentioned this. There you go. <laughs> Before you started talking, I wish you had mentioned this because I I was about to just say some shit and not even because be I, I'll wait. I'll wait for you to list some people who are in the same bracket. In the same as that bracket and not well, make no damn late. sense. And it would have been your fault. No, it wouldn't have been your Trying damn. To set fault. me up for failure. Okay, so <clears throat> um, probably I'd say. Notre Dame. I don't Kentucky. think I don't, I don't think they're gonna make it the final four. I, I I just had this feeling, man. I, I but to me, I think they're without number eleven, they're not beating anybody. And if he but if he, he ain't gone, like but, he, no, but, he but, is but still what I'm here. saying, is that, but what I'm saying is that he has to play his A game these last three these last three games. Yeah, I mean, but like, look, they're playing Wichita State. I think they can beat Wichita State. They'll put them I, in the final four. I take I I take Wichita State in that game. I'm taking Notre Dame, bro. That's cool. I, Jeremiah Grant. I'm taking Jeremiah Grant. Bro. That's cool. He might be my favorite college basketball player. I'm taking Listen, Jeremiah Grant. I'm taking the Shockers to shock the world again. Yeah. And then get what ran out the gym by Kentucky. <laughs> Listen, because that's who they be playing. Next. Cinderellas have done this before, man. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I'm taking Kentucky, obviously Notre Dame, Louisville, and Michigan State. That's my final four. Man, I don't. It's listen. It's something. It's something I like about Arizona, man. The Arizona is super athletic, though, man. That's super athletic. I mean, yeah, they are. And it's gonna take an athletic team. Why don't to, I see Arizona on my damn? To even stand the, you know. I'm looking at the bracket right now, and I do not see Arizona. What the fuck? Arizona versus Xavier. Yeah, I'm looking at the bracket. Oh, oh, I'm looking at half the fucking bracket. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Again. Okay. So what is? Let it? me rephrase. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me do that again. Cause so I didn't see Arizona. I was looking at half the bracket. Uh, see, and then I'll, I'll read Cam because Cam put it one what? out. Huh? What though? If you look, you look, look at the Sweet Sixteen bracket though. The, okay. So Kentucky gets the winner of uh, Wichita. State, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame right. Mm-hmm. So which team has a better shot against Kentucky? Notre Dame, and they still really don't have a shot. <laughs> Dude, I, listen, I still think Wichita State has a better chance than Notre Dame. I do not. Wichita do. State don't. Here's the thing about Kentucky, right? Like, it's not just that they're good; it's that they have so many people that throwing. I understand? At you. I totally understand. They go what? They go like 15 deep. Listen, they just ben, throwing ben, people at you. Ben, but Ben, this is this is more on you know th- this is more on gut than actually you know what I mean it's more on gut feeling I don't see Kentucky yeah. losing until the championship if they lose it'll be in the championship and of course because I'm a fan I have UNC beating Wisconsin yeah that that's not happening it is it's listen, not, you, you, you want to bet on it do you want to bet on it though 
Sure, we we can definitely bet okay. your inconsistent ass North Carolina team Listen, versus Wisconsin. I'm the first people to admit they're inconsistent. Frank Kalzinski, or however you say his last name, that's cool. The Listen. big slow, and he will meet Bryce Johnson, the big fast. Nah, He'll the big slow Johnson. gonna hit him with a with a dream yeah. shake, dog. Okay, okay. Frank Kazin or Frank. I don't listen, even know how, I know how good he is, but listen, I'm a homer, so I got to pick my team, okay? Leave me alone. I mean, they're not very good. <laughs> but, I mean, oh, well, let me rephrase that. Well, they're they're not as good so as Wisconsin. Not they're they're not as good as Wisconsin. They're clearly not I just trash. said, I, let me rephrase that. They're not as good as Wisconsin. No, so, they didn't have a good a season as Wisconsin. They're not as good as well, Wisconsin. We will find out at 747 on March 26th. They're not as good as Wisconsin. We will find out. Uh, Let's see. Uh, But, yeah, let me rephrase my Final Four because I didn't. Yeah. You know what? The final four I made is actually not possible. The one so. team, the one team I forgot about in this whole equation. The one team I forgot about. Gonzaga's good, bro. Yeah. Gonzaga's really good. Yeah, and and I agree with Cam. Seeding is fucked up sometimes. And, it is. And North Carolina might not have needed to be a four seed. Bullshit! Shut the hell up! Shut up! <laughs> Why are you so mad? Does man, your you team is inconsistent. You I lie. watched this team be up by fifteen okay. against so Notre Dame so and then being, lose by twelve. So then, so then being inconsistent says what to them being a four seed. Uh, what are you talking about? No, it says something about this game. They oh. about to get beat by Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Don't don't be like that. Taylor. So when they win the game, what's going? They're not going to win the game. Then? No, but I'm asking you. When they win the game, what what happens? Okay, and then they win happens. the game, nigga. Damn, hey, like <laughs> it don't matter. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> It really isn't, but yeah. And then they on. run into Arizona probably and get ran off the floor because you cannot, with a straight oh, face, but, tell me. Oh, don't you, oh but don't you just told me about the, you didn't you didn't know about Arizona, but then they're gonna run us off the floor and shit. No, you didn't know about it five minutes ago. First of all, first of all, I was looking at half the bracket. Did you not hear me say I was looking at half you the have bracket? You watched Arizona play one time this season. I've watched Arizona out. play multiple times this season. So. <laughs> I, I said no time this season. Anyway, multiple anyway, times this season. Going anyway, on to the next topic. Let's read Cam's uh, final four because Cam's in the chat. What's up, Cam? He got Kentucky, Michigan State, Wisconsin, and Gonzaga. I can get behind that. Totally. Listen, I, that's a totally good final four. Right? That's totally good final I four. I can definitely get behind that. Um, definitely, definitely get behind that. That that sounds like a good final four. Even um, though Michigan State, that talking about struggling to fucking score and shit, but yeah. Well, they do, but you know, it seems like all the time is those teams kind of struggle to score except for that one team that had all the nba players on that well, was yeah, like gary Ho- gary gary harris who has done nothing in the nba <laughs> uh was a really good college guard, good good scoring guard i don't know they they always seem to score uh struggle to score um okay so moving to our next topic uh we'll talk about cowboys signing greg hardy uh, How about them Cowboys? Yeah, me and Taylor, as those who listen know, are both adamant uh, Carolina Panther friend being from and Carolina. It, it hurt our collective Panther hearts. Didn't really hurt mine. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about they got the thing in the first place. I'm not, not, oh, not. Now. Yeah, it was, it was. Uh, here's how I felt about it. Like motherfucker, why when we are just getting good exactly. defensively, you want to go, go here, hit and women, be, like. beat up some woman, throw on a bed of guns? First of all, nigga, why do you have a bed of listen, guns? Listen. Who anybody has a better gun? Anybody who's listening, we do not repeat. We do not advocate the beating of women and throwing them on a bed of guns. We don't. No, we do not. Not that is horrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, but I, I like as a fact, like before I realized, like this is a terrible person. I was like motherfucker, why would this be the time? Do this on your. Do this away from the cameras. Then I remember how, it like how I'm about, a terrible. How about human being. You never do it. What do you mean away from the camera? About you? Once never again, do it? I didn't. Then I realized I was a terrible human being. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, the Cowboys signed him to a one year deal. Um, 
to me, I felt it was it was a bad look for the Cowboys. Like it for football football wise, it makes sense. Greg Hardy is a beast of a defensive line. Well, he was for a year. Um because statistically he was been good and then last year he went insane. So and had like what 15, 16, 17. Last year like he grew into his NFL body and got Yeah. So we'll we'll see if he can sustain that, especially after being gone for a year. Uh, I don't know. I, I think he he probably has you know a lot of that you know monkey like not not monkey on his back, but he, I think he has something to prove and shit. Yeah, yeah. If we play them, he's gonna probably try to kill Cam Newton like it's Cam's fault. Probably. So, you know, which but might I, not be well. Then again, we have Michael Orr, so it might be a little bit more difficult. If it was Byron Bell, Cam would be killed. Man, I Byron could sack, I could sack Cam Newton while up against Byron Bell, man. Me and you together would get five sacks. <laughs> That's how trash he is. with swim moves, bro. Exactly. Uh, uh, swim moves. All right, yeah. Drag downs. Anyway, uh, <laughs> whooping Byron Bell's ass all up and down the damn field. <laughs> Byron Bell sucks so much. <sighs> anyway, um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a bad look uh, for the uh, the Cowboys, uh, honestly. Um, and today's NFL, man, you can't really be out here. I mean, I'm sure he he, he should have been signed because he's a, he's a talent, but it just it, it's a bad look for them because there really wasn't anybody who was going to sign him. Like from everything we were hearing, there was a lot of teams that just completely overlooking him. But it is what it is, man. Go to the Canadian Football League and sack everybody. Yeah, <laughs> be Cameron Wake and shit. Um, something I forgot to mention in uh-huh. uh, pre-show buildup that bugged me when I was listening to sports radio today. Jameis Winston decided not to go to the draft. Uh, he didn't which, decide. Though. He was somewhat that's, pressured that's to not go. He was pressured. He was, he was, he was, the NFL basically probably told him not to come. Pretty much. Um, which I thought was unfortunate. But for some reason, people missed that part of the information. Of course and, they did. And just were like, he decided not to go, which a lot of players do anyway. But somehow this came into a referendum of him being above it all and arrogant, and I'm like, first of all, the NFL so asked him not to come. They're calling him the Jay-Z of, of the NFL right now? First of all, so I a, don't see why it matters if he's there or not. And, like, their argument was doesn't. like, there's a lot of players that would dream, but he might not have. I mean, barring if he had decided but, this himself, he might all, not have. Everybody's been. not the same person. Like, they think everybody reacts to things the same way, first of all. And second of all, again, if you if you research the real story, which, he had a like a three five hour meeting with these people, and it, and it actually wasn't even like hard to research the story. Type in Jameis Winston NFL draft. Like, then, uh, that is it. First first thing up. So when I read that, I was like, wow. So we're just gonna ignore like actual news. Okay. Yes, we are. We're just gonna as a news source, we're gonna ignore other news, like actual news. Oh, okay. So. Uh, let's see. The veteran combine happened. Um, this is the first time it ever happened. Um, none of these players are getting signed from the veteran combine. That is not true. That who, is who, not. Who for this veteran combine? I heard a couple combine? of guys. I heard a couple of guys are going to get signed from the veteran combine. Nah, we'll we'll see. We shall see. But we had guys like Brady. Hold on, you know I'm going to look that up right quick. Hold on. Vince Young was the was couldn't come for some reason. They they told that him. Was- not so to come. He probably was fat. That, that was probably the reason. They, why they, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, what is Vince Young doing now? Like, just hanging out at ten, uh, Texas, just being the big man on campus again. Since what we learned from NFL veteran college. Felix Jones, is he still fat out here trying to make the NFL? 
Bro, Felix Jones was such a good college running back. Also, it really helped that. I fucking... think I think Darren McFadden yeah. make him look way better. Than he yeah, that's what I was about to say. And Peyton Hillis. Like you had to remember yeah. that team had Darren McFadden, Peyton Hillis. That team ran and the ball Felix Jones. down. That, that is all the they fucking did was run the ball. That is all. Like they they were the ones who came up with the Wildcat. They called it the Wild Hog. You put Darren McFadden back there, have Peyton Hillis and Felix Jones just cross him. And shit. Like, that was all they did. I remember them playing South Carolina and running for, like, 800 Look, yards. Brady Quinn. I mean, they say Brady Quinn. I don't know, man. That He's he's 30. God damn. Dude. Yeah. It's been a while. Michael Bush ran a, a 4-9. This is a running back running a 4-9. Remember that huge, fast guy who played at uh, Louisville? He was he like huge. He was and, never that fast at Louisville. He ran like a four or five or a four or six. Yeah, maybe That's a, a four, four or six, not a four or nine. If you were a four or nine, you're an offensive line. Listen, he was. Listen, he four or six is blazing speed for a two hundred sixty pound running back. Yeah, I mean, but um, unless you're Earl, no. What the thing about is, Michael Sam might make an NFL team. Actually. I don't even know why Michael Sam was really there. Like he was there for one year. I don't know, but I mean. Uh, Michael Sam should be on the NFL team. Like, I think mm-hmm. some of it is because one, he's Felix. gay, and oh my god, gay guy, and also Felix like Jones. Um, fat ass. Why are you hating on Felix Jones, man? Because he got fat, and that shit was hilarious. Nah, he ain't been doing nothing. No, doing no, 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 no. I mean, no. I mean, when he was playing, he was he just kept getting fat. That's why the Cowboy released this. Fat thing. and hurt. That was his problem. Fat and hurt. All I, the. Everybody, everybody's talking about Tyler Wilson having the strongest arm of anybody there. Tyler Wilson? Yeah, from Ty- Arkansas. Remember that? Ty- Tyler-, Tyler Wilson is like, he's been out the league, what, like a year? Two years, maybe. Wow. Huh. Okay. Uh, Jamal Anderson from Arkansas. All, all these Arkansas players. <laughs> really? Oh, well. It's six, six, all six, six, 280 pounds of Jamal Anderson. Wow. Yeah, so. A former number eight overall pick in 2007. Wow. What position did Jamal Anderson play? Tight end? Defensive end. Oh, man. Well, Adam, yeah. Huh? Adam Carricker. Wasn't that Adam Carricker? That white guy? Dude, I thought he was going to be really good. He bench pressed 225 pounds 40 times. Good night. I could do it. No time. Three times, maybe? <laughs> maybe get that thing out there three times? Oh. Um, well, let, let's move from the veteran combine to the early retirements. Uh, Darren, um, Darren McFadden. Hold on, hold on. I, I just, you know how you like just run across shit? Two things, two things that, that glad me from the, from, from the bottom of the NFL page. Mm-hmm. Wes Welker's a free agent? Yeah, but no one's going to sign him. How is this happening? Because he has concussion issues. It might not be able to remember his name. I'm just about to say, man, that's the only, like, what he, he's still a free agent? And but Vic he also too? has concussion issues, and nobody's going to sign Vic. As a backup? Why? What do you mean, why? As a backup quarterback? For what? Because at some point he might have to play. Do you really want Michael Vick playing for you right now? I'm a huge Michael Vick fan. He ain't the Vick from Atlanta. No, I understand that. He but ain't just, even the Eagles Vick. But even just as a second or third option, just to win you a quarter, like you can scramble no. around and do some no. shit. Some, some Doug Flutie no. shit. Nope. <laughs> nope. Damn. It's, 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 is it that bad now, man? Nope. Um, so... And then the second thing is, question, when is this seven-foot, 410-pound tight end coming to the NFL? Probably never. Listen, he's going to play in the league, man. 
and give you the ACL bloom. Smack no, out. Listen, maybe not at tight end. <laughs> no, not even maybe not at tight end. Not at tight end. Because you know what I'm doing as a DB? I ain't trying to tackle your ass high. I'm Bruh, taking your knees out. He's going to be the greatest offensive lineman to ever. <laughs> Bro, seven feet tall don't do shit for you as an offensive lineman. You have no leverage. I don't know. Uh, moving along. Oh. Um, early retirements. Uh, it's been hadn't been really a rash for early retirements. Like uh, Maurice Jones Drew retired. He was 29. Uh, Patrick Willis retired. He was 30. There was a guy from the 49ers that retired like 20. 324 yeah uh because concussion issues uh i mean i i don't think it's a big deal but you'll you'll hear pundits um talk about how big of a deal it is and shit i didn't think it was that big a deal uh honestly i mean it was one guy making a decision on his career i mean you can't be mad at him at all so yeah know, like you know. some people want to remember the names when they get older like i'm just you know you know some people don't want to don't want to be like you know lost yeah, like Cam said, football is brutal, man. It is. <laughs> football is incredibly and again, brutal. Once you make the decision to play football for any length of time, you, you've made the decision as a grown man that you know the risk. Now, some people dodge the risk. Some, pe- some people don't. So, so like, Again, it doesn't happen to everybody, but it happens to a lot of players. Yeah. So, and you make the decision as a grown man whether you want to do that or not. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like... I, Nobody wants to end up like Earl Campbell. Nobody wants to be Earl Campbell or Junior Seau. So you know, yeah, like you, you don't. Earl Campbell, ha- Earl Campbell hasn't been able to walk for the past what twenty years? Uh, Something like 15, that. Earl Campbell can't walk. Like, and there's a lot of NFL players don't know their names. Like, I, I saw like uh, Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon be waking up, don't know who his girlfriend is, dog. Like, he'll roll over and be it's, like, "Who are you? Do, do you any, really want that running, life?" <laughs> So basically what? like every every running back that played in the 80s and before can't remember their name yeah like do you that ain't the life you want dog like that's the, just the only thing that iggy remembers is the iggy shuffle the rest of his life was yeah, a blur I- iggy don't remember shit <laughs> Iggy don't iggy barely remember the property the iggy shuffle iggy don't know iggy like got me some lunch meat. <laughs> he, he is reading straight from the teleprompter he don't remember shit oh cut Straight for the telegram. He like, what the fuck is the Iggy Shuffle? When did I do this? So, you know, um, <laughs> muscle memory. <laughs> That's straight I- muscle memory, dog. <laughs> well, since we're still in the NFL, we got to talk about the Darren Sharper. All right. So, for those who don't know about Darren Sharper, um, uh, Darren Sharper was out here pulling the Bill Cosby, um. Put mollies in your drink and, and you raping did everybody. Oh, uh, he raped a lot of women, um, a lot. Um, and uh, so he uh, reached a plea deal in one state, um, for nine years in prison. Mind you, this is in one state because he has rape cases in New Orleans, Arizona. <coughs> Las Vegas. I think there was one in New York. So uh he ain't never getting out of jail. Um So basically he was the rape version of like the, the soul circle. He was going to every city and raping the fuck out of people. Basically, that's what Darren Sharper was out here doing, man. I don't I don't understand it. Um I first of all, I don't understand wanting to force yourself on a woman in the first place. 
But you're here's the thing. You're on television. You're a former NFL player. You're, you're, you you should be rich. Not like an ugly dude. Why are you having to put? Is it so? Isn't is it a self esteem issue? Is it something? Or, it's some. I'm a sick individual who wants to rape women. It's, it's like an SVU episode. Like he had to have like the women have to be unconscious for him to get like fucking you know a hard on and shit. <laughs> they have yeah. to be unconscious. basically because there ain't no other reason that you out here raping everybody, dog. Every so he, damn body. He was a pulse away from out here fucking dead bodies and shit. That's that what you're deducing right basically, now. Basically. That's basically what he was out here doing. All right, so. Sick ass shit. Yeah, just. Sidebar, no. uh, Adrian Peterson out here riding camels on his birthday. Yep, yeah. that's a good look, AP. That's a great look. <laughs> it's a great look, man. Riding um, camels. Was any of his nine children there? Anyway. <laughs> Since he out here riding Campbell's, did did some, did one of the nine kids from eight different women get a piece of cake? And then some late NBA, <laughs> Steve Nash has finally oh, called. Oh, yeah, Steve Nash retired, even though he had to play for, like, what, two years? Steve Nash, an all-time NBA player, great point guard, not a top five point guard. If you're talking about my list, he's not top five. No, but, he's, he's not. Great offensive point guard. Great offensive point guard. Listen, he, okay, he, I'll say this. He's one of the top three passers of the basketball we've ever seen in, in basketball. Period. Yeah, most definitely. Great, like I said, great offensive point guard. Couldn't guard his shadow. But, you fantastic know, vision. Fantastic. fantastic vision. Great shooter. Uh, he, I think he, best, he has the best wraparound pass of all time. Yeah, and he did that, like, bounce the ball off his head to Amari Stoudemire thing once. Oh, man. Which was awesome. Uh, so you know, uh, Steve Nash. Shout out to Steve Nash. You might never see a white point guard dominate like that ever again. You might never see that again. Don't you dare bring up Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio shooting thirty percent from the field. <laughs> Getting what he got a max contract, right? Yeah, he might he he might be even worse defender than Steve Nash. He's 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 bigger than no. Steve. Here's the difference between him and Steve Nash, right? So with Steve Nash, you at least would get 17. You he would try and you at least get 16, 17 points on the other end. Yeah. Ricky Rubio, you're getting four. No, nah, you gotta get more. You get like eight points. Hold on, let's eight, let's peel up Ricky Rubio's points, stats for this year. Eight nine assists. He's gonna shoot two percent from the three point. <laughs> shooting three uh Ricky Rubio. Let's see his stats for this year so I can make Listen, my point. His whole offense is throwing alley oops to Zach Levine and fucking um Andrew Wiggins. Let, let, that's, let's just, that's his let's, whole. Oh, oh, he he didn't broken the double digits this year, bro. Ten point three ooh, points a game. 10. Three, damn. Eight point eight from the field. Eight point eight. This per game. Eight percent. Yeah. What's his shooting percentage? What the other shit? What's his shooting percentage? Let's see. Uh, I will see. Thirty five percent for the field. From the field. Good. 25% from threes. Why the fuck are you shooting threes? Are Don't you, shoot you threes. You mean tell me he's a worse three-point shooter than Russell Westbrook? That can't be. Yes, but you know what? I'd rather have Westbrook shoot him. Oh, I'd rather have Westbrook do everything. Listen, listen, he's not a shooter at all, but he's a shot maker. He's not a shooter at all. But Ricky Rubio's out here being garbage. Straight garbage. He got paid like, all dude, that like, damn listen, money. I would rather have white chocolate in his prime than Ricky Rubio. Bruh, Jason Williams was at least giving you highlights. Jason Williams was at least out here. Jason Williams was going to cross the shit out of you. He first. was going to cross somebody up. Now, he may or may not make a terrible basketball decision at some point. But I will, I will say this. Later in his career, he became a better basketball player. With the Heat and the Magic, he, he became a really good rotation player. He, yeah, and, 
yeah. And he also improved the three-point shot with Ricky Rubio. I'm looking at his stats. He at least gave me 14 that one year with Memphis. This is true. Leaf gave you 14. At and least. He, and he went to the NBA Finals with um with uh Orlando, didn't he? Or didn't he? That, that was the next. Uh, what year did they go to the finals? I don't remember the year. Because I'm looking, and he played in 82 games for Orlando in 2010 and 2011. But yeah, oh, but back to what I was saying, Ricky Rubio, he's trash. He's straight. Gu- he's gutter garbage. trash. Straight garbage. I didn't understand why they drafted him. I didn't understand but why they paid if, him. If we rank the top, what, 32 point guards in the NBA, he will be 31 off. or something like that. He is garbage. Or no, are we talking about starters? No. At starting point guards in the NBA, 1 through 32, is he the worst point guard? <laughs> worst starter? Yeah. Reggie Jackson starts. I take Reggie Jackson over him. This is true. I take my I take my Carter Williams over him in a heartbeat. I take Brandon Knight over him. Hell yeah. I take Drew Holiday. Yeah. Take Kyrie Irving. Russell yep. Westbrook. Derrick yep. Rose. Yep. Chris Paul. Darren Williams. Yep. Darren Williams. Okay, the only one. Okay, I, I think the only one you can really argue is the guy from um, Utah, Burke. My action. My my family. I'm gonna take Ricky Rubio over someone who I share blood with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't yeah. say that. I just said it was an argument to be made. That's all I'm saying. No, like, and this is completely biased, probably because it is because Trey's not the. Well, let's look at his stats. No, he's a good. I, I don't. He's played good this season at times. So that's why I'm trying to like that. Uh... Trey Burke. Let's look at Trey's. Okay, would you take would you take Rubio? No, over? actually, I take Trey. Trey's averaging twelve percent, twelve points from the field. And he's okay. shooting thirty seven percent. It's not even yes. Which is which is also not good, but still but like, it's better than Ricky fucking Rubio who got true. all the fucking okay. money. Okay, what about um would you take Rubio over George Hill? Who's not even the point guard, but he's playing Let's look at George Hill's stats before I before I say it. Dude, I take Norris Cole before I take <laughs> You know what? Norris Cole at least gonna Yeah, hell yeah, I take George Hill. He at least gonna give you fifteen. Okay, the only guy I wouldn't take is Mario Chalmers. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me, I take Mario too. Let yeah, I stop. take Mario too, man. Mario gonna play that defense, man. I take and every Austin, now and again he gonna hit I take, that shot. I take Austin Rivers. <laughs> well, he, first of all, he doesn't start, and he's also not a point guard. He's like a combo I know. guard. I'm clowning now, man. I'm clowning. Yeah, Ricky Rubio is fucking terrible. And we've got past the, the Ricky Rubio slander part of the fucking program. I mean, every now and again, you just got to bring up Ricky Rubio and slander the fuck out of his garbage ass because he and realize sucks. that he's making sixty-five million dollars. Sixty-five. He is one of the reasons they didn't get anybody else for Kevin Love because they were so in love with Ricky Rubio. Ooh, he can pass. Nothing. And can't do anything else. Can't. He's not even a great dribbler. He, listen, he has he has fantastic court vision. Fantastic That's it. Court. That is literally all he. he He's is. slow. You he, know he, who he is? He's slow. Carucchio no bat. Carucchio no basket. Uh, what's his, yeah? The blue dude, the blue hair guy. What's his name? Uh, the the, the passer. Name, the name you just uttered of the show. That's his oh, name. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, that guy, Carucchio, or I fuck it, that name. It's a basketball. It's a for anybody who's it's a basketball uh, anime. The main character, well, one of the main characters, his only skill is passing. Literally, and, and he, he can't only do anything else. He can't pass the whole game. He, he, he can't pass the whole. He can't dribble. 
He can't shoot. shoot. He can't defend nobody. He can pass. It's That's Ant-Man. Ricky Rubio. <laughs> that is Ricky Rubio. He is a real life anime character. <laughs> that is Ricky Rubio. God, he's so Fuck slow. Fuck that guy. Uh-oh. He is terrible. Anyway, moving on to nerd <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Attack on Titan, one of the biggest animes in the world. Um, that, no exaggeration. Yeah, no exaggeration. Uh, even if you don't like anime, you've heard of Attack on yeah, Titan. Yeah, it's probably the biggest anime in the world currently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're doing a live action movie, which um, fully in Japan, which is hit or miss, because Japan has done other animes and done full live action movies, and they've been horrible. And then they did Haroni Kenshin, which was pretty good. Although I can't take it completely serious because yeah. of the outfits. And I've never seen those Death Note movies, and I will probably won't ever see them. So. Heard they were good. Never, never seen them though. No, nah, I'm not watching. Them. I, I heard they were good. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, me neither. But I heard they were good. But light yagami here, man. Come on. Man. But the Attack on Titan trailer looked good. It, it was it like 31 seconds like the, though. So do what now? It was like 31 seconds. This is true, but from what I see in the little in the teaser, I, I kind of like it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what it comes out as. Um, moving on to our next nerd shit. So, for those who pay attention to me on this channel or on my take radio at all, you know I'm a huge MMA fan. I was also up until very recently eh, broke because I work for the state of South Carolina. Damn! Don't this. pay no damn money. Damn. Um. And uh, so when I wanted UFC, I would have procured them through less than legal means. And uh, one of the main people who was a really big power of UFC and WWE cards uh, was Sir Paul. Uh, UK police went and got him, dog. He is in prison. Free my nigga Paul, man. Like him up. Free my nigga Sir Paul, dog. I just say the. I hope that never ever happens to you, boy Nemesis, man. Well, see, nobody gives a fuck what Nemesis is doing. Like, it's a little bit. Like, the, saying, the UFC and WWE, like, are really big sticklers of, like, don't steal our shit. No, no, I understand that. I hope it never happens to that dude. He yeah. uploads everything that we currently read. Also, I have a really, I have a feeling that Nemesis actually buys these shits before he uploads. Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, he's going yeah. I mean, he to have Or he owns a comic book shop. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Cause th- that's a lot of comics, dude. So, I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking he, he has owns to have a, a lot of or income or something. He owns a shop or something. Yeah, but wouldn't that kind of cut into his own pocket? Well, first of all, I don't think Nemesis is one person. So oh, this is true. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think I don't think nobody gives a shit. Like Marvel isn't really out here. Yeah. Doing yeah. So, um, so yeah. Um, wow, I had a moment that. Uh, Any of you guys who yeah. get your you know MMA from Sir Paul, you have to. Oh, there's other places to get it. Don't 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 think I ain't still oh, getting oh, the UFC. Oh, I know, I know. I don't know. think I still ain't getting it, motherfucker. Listen, we don't support piracy. Who don't? In public, like that. <laughs> I'm about to say, who don't, don't support piracy? Don't be like us. <laughs> buy it. Go to iTunes. Buy your music. Shit. Go to the store. Buy your comics. Don't listen to us. Shit. Get your things legally and support the industry. God damn it. No, Shut up. Man. Enough people buying their shit. I ain't got to pay for it anyway. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Nah, yep. UFC, so don't, so don't so hear fan, that and don't whenever your debut album comes out on on MMG, he's gonna pirate your shit. He's going to pirate your shit. I make no promises. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> when Cam signs, when he signs the fucking uh, strange music, <laughs> it's, that, it's that independent deal. <laughs> shit. 
I make no promises, no, dog. Cam's coming, man. I mean, I know Cam, so like maybe like I pay for it. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. There's maybe. a chance. Uh I mean or I maybe, paid for Kendrick's new C D. Or maybe Young Thug signs Cam the Rich Game. Maybe that happened. <laughs> Take Rich Hill Quan spot. <laughs> Listen, be on, be on if, Carter if, Six. If Cam sits down and lies and say he wouldn't even consider it for a second, he's lying. <laughs> Cam, just 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 for the record, would you would you sign the rich game? No, 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 no. Would you give it a thought? Not saying I, you probably wouldn't, but would you give it a no, thought? No, I want to know would you sign the rich game? <laughs> no, he would wouldn't you sign. sign Listen, if he signed the rich game, everything he's ever said is like it just it goes to bullshit. Now. He just signed the he signed to the the, the evil empire. <laughs> he said, "Fuck no." <laughs> you know you want to be your thugs, hubby. <laughs> no, he didn't want to sign that. No, he didn't want to sign that Birdman contract. That's that shit. What a, that Birdman 360 deal. Exactly. Birdman hands up all over your deal. Don't get shit ever. All right. You know you know you want to be your thugs, dude. Do wifey. You call a nigga bitch homie Quan and everything. They have oh, broke up. Oh, man. Like they broke up. And now he's playing Travis Scott as his new boo. <laughs> but yeah, we're on, we're on nerd shit. Let's keep okay, it. Okay, so moving right along. Sorry. Tangents. Uh, Predator is going to be Predator and Jason are going to be in the new Mortal Kombat. Um, we don't know about Spawn. Like you can. Here's the thing: Predator and Jason are confirmed. I'm not even going to talk about Spawn because we don't know. We don't know. It's a rumor. Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. Spawn. I don't know why the fuck you're whispering. <laughs> maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, so we'll see. Um, I'm looking forward to Mortal Kombat. I already got that shit reserved. You know, I'm going to be fucking people up in that shit, ripping people's skulls off their spinal cords and beating them with them. You know, all sorts of nonsense. Um, uh, let's get into this comic portion of the show here. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have a comic review thing for this week because... I got a new job where I have responsibilities, like supervisor responsibilities, so I ain't read no comics this week. But we will be telling you guys what is dropping and what you should, what you should, if you're not reading it, you should be reading. Yep. So the next week or so. Yep. Let me see. We got um, Walking Dead 139 is coming out. I mean, again, if you're watching The Walking Dead, if you're reading, I mean, whatever your preference is, <sighs> like, why, whatever you started with, you should continue with as far as things like Walking Dead. I have watched maybe two episodes of this season. I've heard it's good. I probably should. it is like it. It really is. It's been good. It's been great actually. Yeah, I should probably watch those. So the last because there's only one episode left. So yeah, piracy. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Divine number nine. If you haven't started reading the Wicked and Divine, and you read any Image comics, you need to read the Wicked and Divine. Yep, yep, yep. We got um, Wayward number six, which. I mean, I like it. Taylor couldn't really get past the art, but I, I enjoyed the comic. Uh, we got Invincible 118. Invincible is by the same author as The Walking Dead. Um, You should read it. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll just say that. Like, you, you, first of all, you need to go back to issue one. <laughs> and again, total disclaimer here. Most of the comics we're going to talk about are image comics. No, all of them are in no the shade to Marvel or DC, but they're probably going to be all in uh, all the shade. I don't give a fuck about nothing, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, and Chew number forty-seven. Chew is awesome, so you should definitely. Chew's getting really good. Like, yeah, Chew's been good. R.I.P. Poyo. 
that real nigga poem. Uh, they're not like us, number four. I'm I'm ready for that to actually like show us the plot. Like I'm I'm kind of ready for them to get the plot of that. Yeah, cause this slow burn shit, bro. Yeah. Like, not not that I'm complaining, cause the comic is dope. I just it's yeah. such a slow burn. Like it's like it's 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 just like it's scratching at the plot. Like you know what I mean? Not it's even, not like, even scratching at the plot. Like we don't know shit. We don't. I'm I, I was being generous. We do not know. We don't know nothing about nothing about nothing. Even though I like the way they dress in this comic because. Maybe they kind of dress all cool and shit. Anyway, um, Morning Glories. Haven't read a single issue of Morning Glories because I don't if, understand. If you like clusterfucks, read Morning Glory. Yeah, because who doesn't like clusterfuck? Entertaining clusterfuck at that, but it is a clusterfuck. Um, Garner's number. Garner's is a is a is a nice little enter- entertaining series. Like it's a really entertaining read. Like it's not extra deep or anything, but you know this is a fun read. If you like the the um, horror genre. Then yeah, pretty good. Yep, yep. Uh, anything for next week? Uh, that was next week. Bro. Oh wait, no, those come out Wednesday. Let me see. Uh, Black Science. I have not even started reading Black Science. You yet. should read Black. Here's the thing about Black Science. Like, first of all, you can't just jump into Black Science. That's not possible. You have, you have to read issue one. Yeah, because it deals with like alternate realities and yeah. shit. But it is really good. Oh, the Dying of the Dead number two. We're ready. Sure. We My body is ready. That's another comic. I have no idea what the fuck's going on, but it's and I, I'm loving the ride it took us on in issue one, because that was a huge issue, by the way. Humongous. I wonder if this one's going to be 60 issues, or is that just only an issue one thing, or 60 pages? Uh, Graveyard Shift number... Graveyard Shift is actually pretty good. I only read the first issue and never got around for, to for, it. For, for, for a story that deals with vampires in this generation, like it's actually pretty good. I only read the first issue of Graveyard Shift. I never got around. And my 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 two and three of my top three favorite comics at this moment in time. The number one is Saga, Nail Biter number eleven, and saw- Southern Southern Bastards number eight comes out on April first. My body is ready. <laughs> Image Comics, by the you way. Masturbate to these comic books, sir. Listen, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna float over that question you just posed to me. And yeah, Nail Biter. <laughs> Jacking off the comic books. Nail Biter. Uh, is one of the best out right now. As far as, far as the whole mystery, you know, th- man, Nailbiter. Yeah, Nailbiter's dope. Okay, moving right to the long. Um, they've started screen testing for Spider-Man. Um, they've screen tested, so far, just one person. Matthias Ward, uh-huh. uh, 16-year-old actor. I went to his IMDb. Uh, nothing on there I recognize. Uh, but he's also 16, so that doesn't really surprise me. Um, <laughs> he looks like he could be Peter Parker. Um, I was kind of hoping they'd go the Black Peter Parker route, but even if they don't, as long as they get it right, even though I want Miles, Miles is going to end up being the main Spider-Man, I believe, and how they've hinted it towards, uh, after Secret Wars in the Marvel Universe, but, you know, um, it would have been cool if it was Miles, but... I just want to see some good, I just want to see another good Spider-Man movie, personally. Yeah, I... Kind of tired of Spider-Man in movies. I, mean, I got tired of it too, but like, if, if Marvel's gonna do it, I just want to see a good Spider-Man movie. If Marvel's gonna do it, we'll, we'll, we'll see, my dude. We will see. Oh shit, we we, we will see. Um, moving right along, right into hip hop, actually, um, which is gonna probably be the thicker uh, portion of our uh, of our show this week. All right, so Earl Sweatshirt. Out of fucking nowhere, like literally nowhere, uh, dropped a brand new project. 
the uh, heavyweight world champion of ugly Earl Sweatshirt drops a new album. Yeah, nigga's nineteen and his hairline is running away from him. <laughs> running clean away we from him. New uh, uh, surprise album because I didn't really see this coming. I don't think anybody did. Called yeah. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. An album by Earl Sweatshirt by Earl Sweatshirt. So we will probably be reviewing that later on this week, maybe because we're doing probably two shows. So yeah, we're probably gonna do uh just to let anybody know. We're probably gonna do some <laughs> music reviews, like some some real discussion review later this week on the you know the, the couple of big albums that dropped, Kendrick, Action, and Earl. Earl. So yeah, but Earl dropped. I I can't wait. I love Earl's. I'm not gonna say new flow. It's just he tweaked his flow. So I like his tweaked flow. And I heard the first song, the first single, "Grief," dope as fuck. Uh, yeah, um, I I enjoyed. Um, if you like dope, dark lyrical rap, then Earl. Yeah, I, I listened to I listened to it on the way to work today. Um, shit was dope. Um, it 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 was dope. Uh, I didn't listen to it enough. Um, to really uh, make a real assessment of what it was, but it. it Shit was dope, man. Uh, Pete, uh, gr- yeah, Cam. Peep grief, and then peep the whole album. It. This is a dark album. This is yeah, what like. This, okay, th- like this is, this is where you wanted Earl to go. Like, again, he's spitting. He's spitting great on him. Like I said, just the the vibe on grief and the way he like kind of eerily comes in on it and spits on that shit is fucking fantastic. Yeah, grief. And and also here, Vince Staples spits a hell, puts a tight ass verse on that last yeah, track. Wool is fucking. Listen to Vin- anybody out here, rap fans, Vince Staples, Google, YouTube, whatever. <coughs> Vince Staples. Yep, yep. Um, before we uh, um, what can? <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, there's other stuff we need to talk about first. But uh, all right, move, moving right along, I- I'll get to that right before we get to the Kendrick. Uh, Action Bronson also released uh his new CD. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but give like give a real kind of cursory. Uh, thought about it real quick, Taylor. Well, Bronson, I mean, I to be honest, I've only actually heard the song that have leaked. I have not dived into that one either. But from what I hear, again, you're getting two trains of thought about that one. You're getting <coughs> you're getting it's dope overall, and you're also getting some people don't like the fact that there's like more singing on this one, that he took a more, you know, rock approach, I guess on the latter half of the album. Which I don't have. Which he's done before on different tracks on different albums, but I mean, I guess not not on his debut. But I mean, it's, listen, I'm a huge Bronson fan, so I kind of want to peep it. But again, I've also heard people say that maybe that his his like his whole persona, like his formula, is getting is already gotten old, which I don't really agree with a whole lot. I mean, I can I see, see why how, someone said that. Yeah. Um, I I don't think it did. I guess it's just because we enjoy that that sort of like you know pop culture references and sports references and things like that he throws in I guess we just we enjoy that but yeah I don't know yeah so I don't think it got old but you know to each his own um then we got this little this little tiny release that happened like Sunday oh, 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 we're not ready for that yet oh, we ain't ready for that yet okay oh, hey, hey, hey. we got we got other shit to talk about first hey gotcha um next up we have uh, Little Wayne dropping a bunch of distance towards Birdman and a uh, Absolutely 
fucking horrible. Unnecessary cipher. Unnecessary cipher. Um, it was fucking terrible. Um, yeah. I don't even give a fuck what he had to say about Birdman because it was fucking horrible. I don't and like and like here's the thing like and I and I really do judge you people who be all on my Facebook like oh he killed it and posting the video like motherfucker do you listen to rap like like what do you listen to like ugh ugh yeah ugh anyway um then we got another in 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 as the as the cash money turns news young thug being a petty little bitch and naming his album the Carter Six. I bet you won't I, I bet you won't look that nigga to a diss on Instagram so you can video your ass back. Fuck a fuck. Okay. <laughs> it what call me his I don't know, say he's smoking on penises or something gay. <laughs> uh yeah, that that was petty as hell. Like I mean I don't. I don't. I know what's happening between Birdman and Lil Wayne and all that shit. But name me your album, The Carter Six, and I don't even give a fuck, really. I just found it like. Well, listen, petty. listen. He he's Birdman's new Lil Wayne, so it makes sense for his name's album, Carter Six. It makes total sense. Yeah, but the Carter makes more sense for Wayne because Wayne's last name. You understand? It's actually Carter. He's carrying on the legacy of the Carter Six. But you really, there is no real legacy <laughs> unless your name is Carter. Like if, the point of the Carter is well, Lil Bert Wayne's Man last is, name Bert is Man Carter. Is his father, and he will be, you know, executive producing this Carter Six. So I mean, technically, yeah, technically, I don't know. Want to make nope. those beat Richards tight reaches? And nope, shit. nope, still not okay. Still <laughs> not a thing that's okay. Bugga, bugga. Yeah, bugga. yeah, like Cam said, it's complete fuckboy move. Like it, it is. It's, it is. It's, it is. It, there's no excuse. Like even if Birdman wanted you to do it, listen, like, you listen, should be like, young, nah. Young Thug is a petty ATL nigga. Let, let's 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 call it. I don't even want to call him an ATL because he got his like fingernails painted and just all listen, sorts but, of... listen. But see, that had nothing to do with it because that's his personal. That's whatever he does when he's at home. I don't give a damn. Uh, I, he I, does it in public. I mean, like I said, maybe he's gender fluid and shit. I don't really give a fuck. I just think his petty, his. his but, uh, do you really gen- need me to explain it? No, you don't. I'm just making the hash out of it. <laughs> But like maybe he's that, but like don't be like this, man. Don't be this petty. But again, th- that person he can do whatever he wants to. I don't really care. But again, this is super super petty. Yeah. All right. So uh, before we get into the Kendrick Lamar review, oh, let me see how much longer we got on the first half. Oh, ten minutes. Okay. So we probably won't even have time to really start the review, but we could talk about this before we do. Uh, Azalea Banks uh, was in Playboy. Uh, yeah, she can keep those nudes. Bro. Oh, she can keep them all. They were keep those nudes. Keep, like, you know, there's a there's a picture of floating around of her on the internet uh, sucking off uh, one of the members of the ASAP Mob. Uh, I'd rather look at that picture, and she was looking rough as hell in that picture. I would not rather look at that picture at all. I'd re- if I had to choose, I'd, I'd rather look at that picture. Burn them with fire. I mean, and she was looking rough as hell in that picture, and that's why I would not want to look rough at that as ever. hell. Um. <laughs> Rough as shit. But she can she, always, but she can also keep the, the nudes too. By the way, yeah, yeah, she can keep the nudes. Uh, let me read you her quote uh, in regards to uh, Kendrick Lamar and and Pharrell. <clears throat> uh, in America, in American society, the game is to be a non-threatening black person. That's why you have Pharrell or Kendrick Lamar saying, "How can we ex- expect people to respect us if we don't respect ourselves?" Pause. We will actually talk about that comment when we talk about the the Pimper Butterfly review, um, because it was taken completely out of context. But well, at least for Kendrick, I don't know. I, I don't know as much about the Pharrell 
statement. But I know for Kendrick, it was taken completely out of context. Pretty much. Uh, he's playing that non-threatening black man shit, and that gets all the white soccer moms going, we love him. Another pause. White people hate Kendrick right now. Unbossed. Well, I wouldn't say white well, people. I'd, I'd Some say white people. I'd say ignorant white folks. Yeah, ignorant white folks. With racist tendencies hate Kendrick Lamar a lot. Those right? people. Unpause. Uh, ben, you don't count as white. You count as like skeleton. But, but you know what? Though? I probably wouldn't even say. I think like <laughs> I think th- there's a certain white person who doesn't who who's in not who's in denial about racism in America who who doesn't want to hear anything like this and shit. Yeah, they don't hear this and shit. He, uh, n- next thing he says, even Kanye West plays a little bit of that game. <laughs> Does she want? Does she want to have a music career? I don't think she really does. First, first of all, um, Kanye West is like Kanye West doesn't even like people. Pretty much. Like I don't think Kanye really gives a shit if anyone likes him. I don't think white soccer moms out here saying, "Oh my God, bring on the Kanye West." No, that that spot is reserved for Taylor Swift, not Kanye. Yeah, West. after the Taylor Swift incident, like I remember, like a black white dude, like just being so adamant about no, how much like, he hated but, Kanye. But not even that. Like I think I pretty much I think it happened after you call your like after you you know have a song called "I Am a God" and call your album "Jesus." I think that kind of just cemented the like nobody really likes you. I mean, I like Kanye. No, nobody of that ilk likes Kanye. Uh, like, yeah, that was ilk. Uh, let's finish the comment. Even Kanye plays a little bit of that game. People accept me, white. Please accept me, white world. <laughs> Jay Z hasn't played any of those games. That's what I like. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> Although I don't think with Jay Z, I don't think Jay Z's like made overt attempts to be accepted. He, he hasn't made overt attempt, but it's not. But listen, it's not for like lack of it being out there. Like, come on, man. I mean, it, okay. We, Jay Z is the most like commercial that, rapper of all time. See, what are you talking about? Here? Because I don't think being commercial means you're trying. No, no, to be. no. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying that that would be what they point to. He is the most commercial rapper, probably much of all time. All time. All time. Literally. No. Jay Z is a cultural icon with the world. White, black, Indian, he is Asian. The most commercially accepted rapper, probably, probably of all time. And you had to be accepted to do that. Pretty much. And I don't think Jay-Z ever, like, because Jay-Z has never really, at least musically, he has never really attempted see, to make a white See, I, see, I think, but, but, but again, I think culturally he became accepted, therefore his music came with him. Yeah, like, because Jay-Z, like, Jay-Z's music, though uh, quality-wise, has dropped off. The subject matter has always pretty much been the same. I am rich. I used to sell drugs. Well, I mean, look I, at all of he, my things. I think he was on older record. I think he was way more serious about being introspective with some of his songs. Yeah, I mean, look, and no, when look. I when I say that, I don't mind the bragged. I don't mind the braggadocio. If you do it and well, I don't mind. He still drops introspective bars. They're just not as good as they used to be. But yeah. they're still, but they're still better than a lot of dudes. Out well, here. yeah, I mean, hell, you got the evils, which is an amazing yeah. song. <laughs> like, like. I mean, Jay Z used to be really lyrical. I but mean, again, we're, so, we're wrapping it around, wrapping it back around to say that Isaiah Banks is an idiot. Well, Isaiah Banks, yes, she's an idiot. Like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really want to like make state the obvious, but she's a fucking idiot. Like, it's just in total, just because to me, I, I hear her talking, all I hear is want, want, What the hell are you really trying to say? She also states that she's dating a forty-seven-year-old man who who gives a. Fuck. So what does this have to do with your diminishing music career? What does it have to do with what that? What music career, fool? What? 
what music career? Don't nobody know she released a and fucking it, album. And it sucks because she's actually a talented rapper. But yeah, because that album, I'm, I'm gonna be hundred percent honest, was actually decent. Was but also, actually, it, but also it hurts her because, like I said, none of this is on her album. Nope, none of it. Nope this 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 person, not nope. the person that's on that album. Nope. You should probably be the person that's on that album. Because she was trying to sell that 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 other personality on the album, and this one is a you real should, personality. You should probably like sell that other personality because this personality is fucking annoying. <laughs> like, like the, the simple fact that she came for Erica Badu on some straight up dumb came ass for Erica Badu and got flamed. But it was on some like fucking dumb shit, like petty high school shit. Like really. Erica Badu was like, someone asked her, did she listen to the music? She's like, I tried. Tried. Then all of a sudden, like, oh, you're dissing me, like. You're Are jealous. Are you fucking stupid? You're jealous. Are you fucking stupid? Yeah, because Erica Badu is jealous of who, of you. Who the hell? Of you, who sold maybe a thousand records total. Period. Ever. Right. No, I mean, I guess she's trying to say she's jealous of her being relevant, which she still really isn't. She's just making inflammatory comments. That's I think all. Erica Badu is pretty irrelevant. The Badu pussy is a real Listen, thing. I wasn't agreeing. I'm just. <laughs> The Badu box is a real thing, sir. It is. It's a thing. It's a real curse on mankind. Really you weird. slip up and stare in her eyes too long, you will fall in love and start wearing grass knit shirts. Because that Jay Electronica album is never coming out. Ever, I'm ever, ever, ever. Solo album. It's not happening. All of Jay Electronica's like, skills were sucked right into her vagina, and when she had a son, they listen, all went into him. Listen, even, listen, Common has stopped making really good music. He, he, he's a victim, too. He's a victim, too. He's a victim. Yeah, Common is Common is a victim. Common, even though he wants to hug all the white folks, Common is a victim. Because I don't want to be. I want to be out here like you know throwing. Yeah, because like there's a, there's a chance that he didn't actually say that shit. Yeah, there's but a very that, good chance he didn't yeah, actually say that I've shit. Heard, I've heard people say that he's become more whitewashed as he's gotten older, but I, I don't think so because he, uh, nobody smiling didn't sound very whitewashed. <laughs> but he also that wasn't his best work. So, Wasn't his best work, but didn't sound very. Let's all hug no, and kumbaya. No, like, no, that was a that was a what, what concept. Was it? That was a concept album. It was it was supposed eh, to sound like that. Eh, I don't know, dude. He had a little herb on it. Come on, it's supposed to sound like. Hey, that. little herb is. I'm not dissing little herb. I'm just saying it had you know it had King Louis and Lil Herb on it, man. Come on. But, well, Cam, like, he, yeah, they, his political statements are clumsy and inaccurate, but I don't know if he actually said yeah, like, I what people call him, have I wouldn't said. Call him whitewash. I wouldn't call yeah, him. like, I don't know if he actually said what people said he said about yeah, like, the white. I have, to, like, I have to see the actual clip. Yeah, I have to see it on video because I have a hard time believing he said that. Because if he did, he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, if he fucking said that, he's fucking stupid. But like I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because it came from Boston. Like the, the whole idea, the, the whole idea that we, you know what? Let's just, you know, let's let's shake the arm of the white man and say we're sorry, and then let's start. No, why are we saying sorry about anything? Yeah, so I don't think he actually said that. I, I have I have a hard time believing he said that. I'd I, be really surprised if he said. that. I hope he didn't say that. Shit. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, we're going to take our about thirty second break, and we will be back to review to Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> And we are back because, yeah. All right. So, uh, without further ado, uh, a little, a little, a little album dropped this uh, past Tiny week. Album from an independent label. Yeah. Yep. Small, small little album from this this rapper named Kendrick Lamar. You might have heard of him. Might might have heard one or two songs from him. 
Um, the album was called To Pimp a Butterfly. Um, which I didn't understand that album title at first at all until the end. Um, yeah. Not, not that I had that, that, the issues that some people had about yeah. that title, which I didn't think it deserved an issue, but uh, I just was like, yeah, that's an interesting title. Um, so, without further ado, uh, Taylor, you want to go first? Give you, give your cursory thoughts of the album, and we'll go into more details as we go. All right, Kendrick Lamar to Pippa Butterfly. Um... I'm going to go with the same thing I told you guys. And when I say you guys, I mean, you know, Facebook group or whatever. When I, when I first heard it, again, I get the I get the cinematic feel of this album. Like It's a movie. You have to watch it unfold, and it ties, and the plot ties itself up nicely with a bow at the, at the end. Like, it's sonically, it takes different routes. It's not your traditional hip-hop album. If you... If you only like trap beats that bump in the whip, not saying that this song doesn't, this album doesn't bump in the whip, if you only like that certain type of production, you may be thrown off by the start of this album. Don't let it throw you off the album, but you may be thrown off if you're just not, if you're not adventurous as far as production wise. Um, Hold on. And again, I, I think the writing in this album may be. As great and sonically as it is, I think the writing in this album probably outshines everything else. The way he wrote and the way he tied everything together and the actual non-forced emotion that's in this album. Because a lot of albums try to be introspective and all that shit, but they come off forced. There's nothing forced about this here. Especially because it comes to like songs like You. There's nothing forced about that. So, again, I personally... I, how many times have I listened to this album so far? I probably want to say I've listened to it from front to back, like full from one to sixteen, maybe ten times now. Let's just come out and just from one to sixteen, the way it flow, it flows perfectly. Like if you if you're a music lover, I don't see how you don't at least appreciate this album. Personal enjoyment is a totally other thing, but I don't. Like I mean, like Karen said, you don't appreciate the artistic value of this album, man. You totally missing the entire point and how important this album might be for like right now, as far as you know, the way he's spitting his feelings on this about his personal issues and America, Black America, other world issues with race and things like that, equality and you know, personal responsibility. Again, it can mirror a lot of people's internal struggles going on with all those things. So I mean, it's a it's a it's a real dense album. And I'm not listen, it's not homework like some people's albums are, who I won't name. But um again, it's a it's a movie. It's it's an experience to go from one to sixteen. I'll say that. Great product great production. If I I I give it a nine out of ten. If we're just going straight one to ten score, I give it a nine out of ten. And that's just because I don't give tens to anything. So nine point five, whatever. So yeah, I, I think it's a great album. Um, as far as my uh, opinion on um, um, I, I share a lot of the same sentiments as you. Um, on the album, I thought it was one of the best albums I've heard in a long time. Um, it doesn't necessarily sound like okay, nigga, your phone is vibrating loud. Shit, uh, it doesn't necessarily sound like anything else. You oh, that was my phone. Uh, Duh. 
fuck you. Anyway, uh, it doesn't necessarily sound like anything else you've heard. Um, <clears throat> I love the instrumentals on this album. Like, I could listen to this album as a straight instrumental tape. Um, mm. I love the instrumentals on this album. Um, also, I don't think it's as revolutionary sonically um, as some think. No, only, mean, only because I've heard things like this. No, but I mean, roots. I don't think revolutionary is the word. I just think it's maybe it's off-putting if you come up in the climate of this era in hip-hop. It's well, off- yeah, but so, like for, for me, when right. I heard it, I instantaneously thought of the Roots because the Roots do this all the time. Um, not now, not as, I won't say not as well, but not as... I mean, executed perfectly, though, like to perfection. Well, the Roots do a pretty good job. But, but again, now I will say this, like this album, as far as like, just sonically, it's, it's a great album, sonically, uh, the, the density of the songs and everything, even though I didn't have like, like some people like, well, I had to listen to this like three or four times before I got the meaning of a song. Like I didn't really, you have to actually be paying attention to the lyrics to actually Cause it's not, it's not that it's, it's buried so deep. You gotta have a, a, a fucking decoder ring to find the meaning to the the lyrics and like that. But you have this th- this album forces you to pay attention to it. Like you you can't you can't have this as background music. It's not it's not a background music album. You gotta pay attention to this shit. This isn't a Big Sean album. This can't you can't just play it and just hear the beat and then just ignore the words and shit. Yeah. Um... Like I, I enjoyed the album from front to back. Um, I, I thought, like, like I said, sonically it was dope as fuck. Um, sonically, um, he did a really good job of the story he was trying to tell. How it all ties back into the end of basically being a long interview to Tupac. Uh, basically, that that was what the the, the whole album was. It's an interview with Tupac. Um, it, it was really good. Um, from start to finish. Like I know I keep saying that, but um, I I love the song uh, Hood Politics, These Walls. Uh, I mean, like I've like I like most of the songs, like all the songs on here. Now I will say this: I don't like you as much as some people do, only because it didn't. Uh, not that it was a it's a bad song because it's not, but it just like when I'm listening through the CD, like you will not be something I shouldn't listen to because that's the kind of song that you kind of got to be in the mood to listen to. Yeah, I guess it's just because that that one comes off more as a personal rant than it actually does like. Yeah, a- it's more of a rant than a song. Like, yeah, like, and there's nothing wrong with that because, like, uh, thematically, it makes sense. Yeah, just, exactly. I just like when I was listening to it, I was like, as, okay, yeah, I see what he's doing. Exactly what you mean? Yeah. yeah, I see what he's doing. I understand the art- artistry of this song. I just can't listen to this a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, Cause it just, it was a rant. It, it was basically just him ranting. Yeah. Um, but I mean, overall I thoroughly enjoyed the CD. My only real gripe with it is not with the CD. It's with some, um, uh, understanding of the CD, uh, namely stupid people. Just <laughs> like, I mean, like, like when you hear like people like, "Oh, this is a super pro black CD," <laughs> like, not really. You sound like such an evil white man. <laughs> I mean, but like seriously, evil like white oil tycoon. Like really, when you like read and see some of these reviews and be like, "Well, he he." For, oh, also, this is an unapologetically black album. Pretty much, unapologetically, like there is no explanation in. 
honestly, and I don't want people who listen to our show to be like, whoa, they don't like white people. I love white people, man. I, you know, Ben, again, ben should, who, who's a there constant... There should be a problem with him discussing issues in with himself and his community. It shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't. But there are some people <clears throat> of the lighter complexion, and, and there's black people, too, that feel oh, this way. Um, that feel like you shouldn't talk about it. Um, and this album isn't even really about that per se. It's about him, his, his views exactly on his world. And it's, again, he's not he's not telling you to do. He's not telling you how to think. He's just telling you how he thinks. Exactly. So, like my my whole issue was like people were like oh you know he first of all like black black of the berry like oh he's saying all everything is black people's fault. Even when I heard that song, I understood that it was a song out of context. Pretty much. Because when you hear Kendrick songs now, especially when he's he's about to drop a project, you have to understand, at least with the last two now, I don't, last two CDs now, Section 80, not as much. There, w- there was a narrative in Section 80, but it wasn't as... It, it, was, a, it was a much... Well... It was a much looser narrative. I don't even want to say looser, because this, this album had a loose narrative, but it, 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 it was executed and tied together so well that it really didn't matter. See, Section 80 wasn't really tied together, per se. Um, I, I think it was it was a it was a it was a it was loosely, but I think I still think it, I think everything's still tied together. Well, with me. Section Eighty, there was like three songs that fit into the section. Well, there's more four, than three four songs. songs that re- uh, uh, Keisha's song, um, uh, no, her vices, uh, chapter. Um, it two of the chapters fit in. Yeah, two. Of the, I'm telling you, two of the chapters, and there was another. What was this another song? Fuck your um, ethnicity. Fuck your ethnicity. Absol's outro. Absol's outro, no. Absol's outro the, really the lyrics, didn't fit the, to the, the lyrics, narrative. The lyrics did. The lyrics did fit to the narrative. Uh, Go back and listen to the verses and tell me they didn't fit the narrative. I don't know. I don't know. But the, like the next two albums, every song had a play, except that Mary J. Blige song at the end of. Well, that's not really on the. That's yeah, not that's, that's a bonus track. But, right. but um, <coughs> and Compton too didn't really fit, and Pussy Weed and Weather didn't fit. But those were all bonus tracks on the twelve. Yeah, those yeah. were all bonus tracks. But um, although Pussy Weed and Weather is an awesome song, um, but uh, yeah. So, but with with this narrative wasn't about necessarily black and it wasn't necessarily about black empowerment. It wasn't again, necessarily about being pro black. I've just um, I've never seen this much do, like. Straight down the middle, split on the album, you know, in a long time. Well, see, I don't know if it's it's split. No, nope. I'm saying some think. people love this shit, and some people think this shit is complete trash. Like, yeah, I'm look- I, I've seen I've seen I'm quite a few people right make like statements like this is garbage, and to those people, first of all, I, I like to know what you like, and this is not me being condescending. I, <clears> I would like to know exactly like what do you like, like what. What are the artists you like? Because then once you tell me that, I can make it like, okay, this looks like something you wouldn't like. Then. I told you, so, I read you some of the reviews earlier, like, I'm the biggest fan of Kendrick, but this is a disappointment. Too much pop, soul, and God. Why, I got, why are some of these things being in hip-hop music, why are they labeled a bad thing? Well, I'm trying to figure out. not really any pop. But, but no, but, but I'm saying, but just the thought of like, seriously, like, do you realize that a lot of you guys are listening to what could be considered pop music and you just, you're calling it what you want to call it? My my thing with a statement like that is like, why not do something different? Like I, I said it, I said it like, this is, 
and, and like I said, it might be hyperbole, hyperbole, hyperbole. Goo. Woo. I said yeah. it hyperbole. Yeah. Um, but this is artistry. Like this is when when you when people say like when when Riz is out here saying dumb shit, like I, I don't want my album released for eighty eight years because of artistry. First of all, that right. Wu Tang album is probably right. garbage. I don't want to hear that shit. But <laughs> this this is what he's kind of describing. This is artistry. He created something here. Even with Kendrick Lamar, I mean not Kendrick Lamar, Lupe's last CD, that was art. Like there's yeah. certain levels of hip hop that not everybody reached. Like Drake ain't really out here making art artistic pieces of music. Again, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. Have and to. I don't think he's capable of doing that. Drake is well I I don't think he's capable. I get to the point where I don't want to insult the man's intelligence. I'm not, no, I'm not again, insulting him because I, I when I say you're not capable, it's not an insult. He has a formula that he sticks no, to. No, no, no. When, when I say you're not capable, it's not an insult. Like I yeah. can't, I can't, I can't pay the Picasso. That's really? not an insult to me. It's just not a skill I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So like, I mean, but again, that, that's like somebody had asked you, could you like could. Drake couldn't make this album. Well, Drake doesn't have the context to make this album, so I, it's I mean, not necessarily context. I don't think he has a talent to. But once again, well, not well, an I, insult, but it's not both, an insult. But again, they both might be true because he doesn't really have the context as far as where con- where Kendrick is coming from. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have the context. Yeah, and once again, not not an insult. So anybody no, who's a Drake no. fan, please send me all your hate mail so I can eviscerate you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like it. I'm not. I'm not trying to insult other rappers. Just not everybody can do I just, this. I just keep coming back to this, like this, this racist one that I, that that I told yeah, you. Yeah, the the racism part is like. First of all, it, listen through the album. There's not a whole lot of mention of other races. Um, like, you, you get he's he, he's been influenced by Farrakhan and Mars like that. First of all, what is wrong with being? I mean, outside of some of Farrakhan's. Uh, more fucked it's, up views. It's funny, it's funny to hear. Okay, here's an interesting one right here for anybody who's listening. It's funny to hear him claim his pride for his race with with racial slurs, racial stereotypes, and just belittle his race. If you, so you're gonna level this accusation at him. What other rap do you listen to? I'm I'm curious. I'm really curious. Yeah, like curious. Unless you out here, I don't even know who you be listening to that doesn't say nigger, but or nigga, but uh. I mean, except maybe Cam, because Cam doesn't say anymore. But Kendrick uh, <laughs> Lamar saying "nigga" is shows how much ignorance it really is, and that's the real reason why racism still exists. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love. Yeah, it. that's not that's not why <clears throat> racism still because exists. black people are the reason why racism. Still yeah, exists. that that that's not why racism still exists. And this out, al- there's nothing on this album that is negative white people. Like that, that was my biggest issue. Like, there's nothing on this album that says anything negative about white people or any Kendrick, other race for that matter. Right. At just, all, this ain't just, about them. <laughs> Kendrick needs to realize just because he raps and has a voice that he, that he isn't the only one, and get over himself. I don't right. even know what that last statement means. So <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even going to cut. Like what, Kendrick only, Lamar only is what? proving himself to be the Booker T. Washington of rappers. First, we've got we're just we're just good kids in a bad situation. We feel bad about everything. Now it's stopped being hypocrites, and we're such and we're as much to blame as as, as uh, white folks. Didn't listen to a damn word of that. He like, clearly did. You listened to Black of the Berry and made an assessment of the entire album. Pretty much. What, like when I heard Black of the Berry, I was already I was, I heard the whole thing. I heard the last verse. I was like, that's clearly taken out of context. 
Like when you listen when you listen to a Kendrick album, you have to make a mental note. Like I'm hearing something out of context with the rest of the album. Now that might not be the most fun thing for some people. Yeah, like yeah. swimming pools was completely <clears throat> like people heard swimming pools and like oh he went pop. First of all, swimming pools is about not listen abusing to the lyrics. Alcohol. Listen it's, to it's the about lyrics. exactly the opposite of what people think it's about. Kendrick Lamar do with, with that song. He did exactly what you kind of have to do these days if you wanna. You know, have a message, but get Sneak out. Sneak a message up in there. He disguised it in very good production. Because and, there and, are people like, oh man, he's talking about drinking. No, he's telling you what the he, fuck is he, wrong with you. He disguised it with very good production and a catchy chorus. That's what he did. Yeah, and talking about how people drown their problems in liquor or drugs and peer, just drown their problems. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to harp on this because we have a couple more topics that I'm yeah. sure will bring a smile to some's face because um, we're about to act like ignorant assholes but um i i just i just it it just bugs me some assessment of this album um but you know um teach their own man. teach his own but i, like, I highly recommend you go listen to pimp a butterfly and if you don't like it cool i just know that i've listened to <clears throat> to it a lot in the last couple days or last week or so and i will continue listening to it so you know once again if you didn't like it I mean, if you don't like it, cool, but at least listen to it. All the way through. Yeah, all the way through. Don't don't stop after two tracks. Although, I don't know how you could stop after two tracks. Well, Wesley's this theory is dope. Ain't free. And that shit is hilarious. And King Kunta is fucking... In- King Kunta... That's a dope-ass song. Um, dick ain't free. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe. Like, I, that. that is... Hilarious, um, and that the girl's voice. My other oh. nigga is on you off. <laughs> you off. <laughs> you gonna miss out on a good. How did you not enjoy that song? Like, like my God. it's not even really. It's a skit, but she is so hilarious. I need that sixteen inch wavy it, Brazilian. Dude, it's like it's it's like it just like took it from real life though. Because I've like heard people like talk like that before. Like, <laughs> yeah, and if a female ever talked to me that way, she could be by herself. Ben, she need that twenty inch, that twenty eight inch Brazilian lady. Well, you can you can get a job. She need that Mongolian. You can get a damn job. Get a motherfucking job. Straight off the head of a ten year old. A job. <laughs> a job will get you all that shit. Anyway, moving right along uh, to <clears throat> our more uh, random topics. Uh, George Zimmerman is out in these streets saying that he's been victimized by Obama. Oh my God! Can we just put him on a boat somewhere? Um. Send them somewhere. I, the, I just like, want, I like. There's not much to say about that outside of like, why is George Zimmerman like? Because what? if I was him and I got away with murder, I would disappear <laughs> from the public eye. Instead, he's done everything but here's like, the thing: kill you someone know else. There, there are levels to this shit. You know, you are fucked when white people have disowned you. They yeah, have disowned white you. people. Don't even like George Zimmerman. They like, come on, bro. Like, you can't get off from murder. Then be out here threatening to kill your girlfriend. Running up on somebody in the car, be like, "You know See, who I am? I'll kill he you." He should have pulled a Darren Wilson and, and, and went on the whole fundraiser circuit. Yeah, he would have been out there. Be on the fundraiser circuit, or just disappear, man. Because I'll leave the country. Because there ain't nowhere he can go where black people ain't looking at him. Like, do something, do something, so I can end you. <laughs> There's nowhere he can go where black people don't look at him do like that. So Tyrone, who just got a prison, can end you like end not. all of you. Just, just eviscerate you. Some Kimbo slice size motherfucker just end the fuck out of you. Like, but, um, there's no way he and he live in Florida still. There's nowhere 
I just, I just, I wish he wasn't still a thing. You know what I mean? I just wish it wasn't. He's made himself, like I said, he's made himself a thing by doing, continue doing stupid. The shit. media made him a thing too by keep on bringing him up every time he does something. Like, no, that's not bringing. I mean, that's not look, like any, here, here's uh, the thing with the media. Like, I don't necessarily blame them for blame talking them. about him when he does something fucking stupid <clears throat> because now he's infamous and he does a lot of fucking stupid things. So, just, you know. I don't know, man. Don't I, I just think he wasn't a thing at all. Like, uh. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. So, I don't know how many of you saw Dame Dash's interview uh, on the Breakfast you know, Club. You know what's funny? I have I've yet to see that. Okay, well, let me give you the highlights. One, for some reason, he didn't the want to thing, answer questions about Jay-Z. The only thing I've the heard... The only is, real interesting thing about Dame Dash. The only thing I've heard is from Charlemagne that he's a culture vulture. That's the only thing I've ever heard anything from him. Here's the and I didn't even see the tweet like damn dash thing, Cam, because I was at work, uh, and I don't get real good signal at work. Yeah, I haven't seen this yet, Cam. Uh, I know he, you. He, here's my issue with Dame Dash. Like, if you heard the interview, he made this long. He went on this long soliloquy how you should never work for anybody else. You should hustle. You should make yourself the boss. What you look like working for another man. Blah blah blah. Like motherfucker, we got some of us don't have crack money, dude. This, dude, but dude, this, this country was built off people who did work for other people. So what are you? Are you dis- no, like, w- w- like, like when he was saying this, he's acting like some of us can just go get jobs of like go build, no, start our own company. No, but That's not how thing. this fucking works. He's, he's talking from above. He's talking at people. He's talking from above. That Cam, Cam from Twitter. This. If you bought a car that somebody else owned, you might as well be sitting on his lap. That's the kind of shit he was saying. Like, like, bruh, like we can't all. Yeah, he's totally out here. We, 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 some of us didn't have crack money. That's how, that's how Rockefeller got started. Crack money. I don't sell drugs. And again, and again, that's no shade at Jay. What? No, that's no shade at Jay. Cause Jay hasn't said this dumb shit. Also, Jay's the one that's still rich. Pretty much. Dame Dash is the one who's been bankrupt for a long time. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's broke. He's oh, just... no, he's not broke. I highly doubt Dame Dash, is, Dame Dash is broke. He ain't Jay-Z. Yeah, well, who is? But, like, yeah. But, no, like, he's giving me business advice. Why would I listen to you? Pretty much. <laughs> what What can you tell me? Because yeah, but... your business partner left you, has gotten richer without you. And you out here giving like the most ass. You, you out here trying backwards. to tell me how to be the boss, but you ain't the boss no damn most. So how you? What I mean, are you the boss of, Dame? What are you the boss of? Pro, pro kids. kids? Don't nobody wear no fucking pro kids. <laughs> Who fuck wears pro kids? Man, listen, I ain't wear pro kids. Since I was fucking five, six years old. Bro. Do they even still sell pro kids? Uh, they might sell them at Payless or shoe department. Probably at Payless. If your shoes are in Payless. No, listen, look, weird. We are not dissing Payless. Let me get this clear. We are not dissing. Unless you're a woman. No, 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 no. I, I have bought a pair of shoes from Payless. I am not above that. I am not. I'm poor. Okay. I, I bought some Nike boots from Payless one time. <sighs> okay. I mean, you get a pass with that, but I don't know, man. Pay... Some pro cards. Some pro cards, Dave. Some pro- then he's out here saying complex is no, stealing from I, artists. I know, I know who sells pro kids. Who sells pro kids? City Trends. Got to. First of all, if you shop at City Trends, there's a chance that you don't have a high school diploma. Damn, you're just judging everybody who shopping at City Trends. Bro, City Trends is fucking horrible. Have you? I know, yeah. City Trends is 
First of all, it don't spell city right. It spells C I T I. City Trends got layaway in it. Why do you need layaway for City Trends? Okay, for those who aren't in South Carolina, because I don't know where else City Trends is. Atlanta. Um, it, Cam, Cam uh, is City Trends in Atlanta? Um, is it a thing? Is it a thing in Atlanta? Before I go on this little rant. Uh, but regardless, I, I know some of our listeners have no fucking idea what City Trends is. City <laughs> Trends is like... You know all those hood swap meet clothes? Um, that's what you get from City Trends. Who, if you remember Red Monkey Jeans, City oh, Trends, okay. City Trends had Red Ape. Red Ape Jeans. Yeah, like they they've been. They had those. They sell those real big, oversized, colorful Kooji shirts. Yeah, they, those. Yeah, yeah. They still sell tall a- tees. AKA the shorty low shirt. They're still out here selling tall tees. Like just, just five uh, five dollars for a five pack. Oh, fuck, just nonsense. Just absolute oh, nonsense. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. But like, yeah. Dame Dash is like, uh, I don't. Understand. Basically, he talked out of his ass the whole interview. Yeah, I don't understand. Like Dame Dash is like, I don't know. I don't know. Dame is. Uh, I refuse to talk about Jay Z, which is probably the only. But that's my- like the only thing anybody cares about about you, Dame. <clears throat> Don't nobody give a shit about your business. But again, business you trying but also, to do. But it's also the fact that he he can't accept that though, and that's the thing he can't accept. It's that. been like 50, almost twenty years. Except the only reason you still exist is Jay Z. He can't accept the fact that anytime anybody brings up his name and wants to talk about him, they're going to ask him a Jay Z Rockefeller question or. It's either a Jay Z rock question or a fucking Aaliyah question. They don't want. They don't want to care. They don't care what Dave has going on in the business world. But what does Dave have going on? Pro kids. <laughs> I remember for a while he was pushing Jim Jones as the future of hip hop. Yeah. Back when Jim Jones was like thirty eight, like he's the future. Jim he said, Jones he's, was like thirty eight. He said, he said back when he was thirty eight. <laughs> I like. I remember watching a video. Of Jim Jones was like thirty six, thirty seven years old. Dave Dash in the hip-hop? background in a. Green velour suit talking about, yeah, I got future hip hop. Like, man, he's 37, 36 years old. What future? <laughs> he about to retire. Vampire life. Vamp life? Oh. Vamp life. Oh, man. But yeah, Dame Dash out here being. <clears throat> like, I'm, su- I, like I'm, I'm surprised he isn't trying to, like, he isn't trying to milk all the dip set reunions. I'm surprised he ain't in that whole thing. You know, there's a very good chance they have to pay him. <laughs> like there's, right. there's a chance he owns something that has to go with it. Like there's a chance they gotta pay him, because he was the one that signed Dipset. Not Jay. well, Jay didn't really sign anybody per se. But this is true. Um, and Jay is a terrible record executive. But you know, uh, some people would differ with you. But you know, I mean, I'll, outside of Rihanna, who? You know what? I'm just seeing this thing that you said about like just going back for a minute. George Zimmerman, Barack Hussein Obama amped up racial tensions against me. <sighs> I love, I love, I love when certain people like say his middle name to put like emphasis it, that his like middle name something. is Hussein. Like it means something, you know what I mean? His middle name is Hussein, which is like John in the Middle East. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, you think I, like people like I've said that to people before, and they're like, "Oh, you're you're joking." That's like, like, no, I'm like, 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 could you imagine if there was like like the black like the Either the black or white equivalent, and like somebody called, like, yeah, you know, he's, 
No, no, like, like he, he, he's been, uh, he's, he's Benjamin Charles Manson. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta emphasize the Manson. You like, got like it. it's related. <laughs> Benjamin Charles Manson, like, like Barack yeah. Charles. Hussein. Like they, oh, when oh. they say Hussein, they had to like is in bold italics and underlined. Terror. Hussein. Black Obama. nationalist terrorist. <laughs> the terrorist. Like, do you know what the definition of terrorist actually is? Because you can't really be the president of the United States and be a terrorist to the like those two things don't actually correlate. No. Okay, so you got all your stuff from Fox News, gotcha. Yeah, George Zimmerman is out here. Uh, Zach does bring up a good point. Jay-Z did sign Young Jeezy. Um, yes, he did. I don't know who else. Well, no, yeah. well, well, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Well, he, he was signed... the head wait, wait, and Ross. Wait, wait, and Ross, wait. apparently. Wait, wait. So oh, he... Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how accurate is, is that. Is that accurate? Well, I know he was, he was either the A, I think it was the A and R at this time. So he might have actually had a big hand. So this is good. I wanted did because I didn't like um. Well, what that ludicrous I'm thinking about? I think maybe ludicrous. I'm thinking about Scarface had Def Jam South and she didn't go ahead. No, them, uh, Def- Scarface was Def Jam South, which yeah, never yeah, took off. Right. Um, remember well, when? It, remember when every like record label had a South division? They did. Unit South. Because he, South. he ruled the world back in those days and kind of still do, but yeah. <laughs> and like nobody from the South Division ever did shit. Except for Luda. Well, yeah. Yeah, but he also had DTB. But yeah, <clears throat> I mean, um, yeah, so, uh, and I, I mean. Again, again, I wouldn't call Jay-Z a horrible. I just think that. At I Def- will say I there was he, a quite a few people that were upset at his. I running. think he, he didn't pay as full of much as attention as he should have been. At that position at Dev Jam, I'll say that. Yeah, there was a bunch of artists that are like, "Yo, like my album is done. Why can't I release it?" Well, Jay Z's busy like recording hits. <clears throat> like, what? Like, like that was basically like how some of those conversations. He's probably too went. busy working on Beyonce's album. Like what? what? She ain't even signed here. Like yeah, <laughs> that was basically kind of probably how those conversations went. Like, like I know you're not a fan of Joe Button, but Joe Button was signed to Def Jam at this time, and Pump It Up was a big thing. He was like, "Yeah, let me release my second album." And Jay Z was like, "Yeah." You nah. like, and nobody want to hear that. And he was right, but it doesn't even. Uh, not at that time. See, why are you hating on Joe Button? Like he, he was can't. right. He was really? right. Really? So pump no. it up wasn't. No, no, I'm. Can I explain my point? Can no. I explain my point? You don't. You're not making the. He had become one. a character of with no, that. No, actually, he was, he was that's pumping not up true. Joe Bud. He was pumping up Joe Bud. Well, okay, it did take him a while to like shed. Exactly. That that's what and I meant. Become dope, and then. Ruin that by being a horrible human being. Yeah, like like he went from like dope as hell to being a this terrible angry, mental <laughs> headcase, complete headcase who continues to get beautiful women to sleep with him. Just what do he? T- what does jo- I need Joe Button to tell me what he tells he these women? Like crazy people. Haven't you noticed that yet? Like to go <laughs> from Tahiri. To Esther Baxter, to, because here's, here's the thing: when, when you're that bad, you meet a whole bunch of good normal people, but they like crazy motherfuckers who throw who throw curveballs at them and shit. And, love- and right hooks, apparently, curveballs and right hooks. Oh, that I see where you went with that. Yeah, you see, you see where I went with that. You I see, see where you, you went. See, with that. You see, yep, curveballs, right hooks. Since he's out mm-hmm. here possibly beating people up, so I mean, uh, and hiding under the bed, bro. and hiding. Like, for those who haven't heard the story, for some reason, he had a key to Tahiri's apartment, 
and uh, he hid under the was bed. hiding under her bed when she came home. <clears throat> oh yeah, you know what? Neo was signed while Jay Z was there. Neo has done shit for a long time, but because I can't remember the last Neo album I actually like. But um, yeah. oh, nonfiction. I don't even which, which one was that. Who get, listen? Nobody has given a fuck at large about Neo in such a long time. Yeah. And again, I'm not shitting on him being talented. Although I did like Miss Independent. That was Nobody's cared. That came out how long ago? I don't know, then. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Any other topics that we need to hit on? Anything you want to hit on? We got about 27 minutes. Anything you want to hit on? Um, I don't know. I mean, let's... I mean, we can get random with it. If anybody's in the comments. Though. I mean, we got three people in the comments. I mean, if y'all, if y'all wanted to... Uh, any uh, any random discussion topic? Any, anything y'all wanted to talk about? Not The Walking Dead. I haven't watched it like at all this season. But Walking anything? Dead. Somebody died. Oh really? <laughs> uh, anybody? Anything? Anybody want to want us to talk? Hit on? Talk about? Uh, Zach, Ben, Cam. Only three we got in the uh, the chat right now. I saw something in Bleacher Report that kind of had a good. They had a discussion topic. Ted Cruz's pe- pe- presidential nominee. I'm not voting for Ted Cruz. Who? Um, the Texas, uh, what is you mean? That, you mean that Canadian guy? <laughs> what <laughs> isn't it? He, he was legally born in Canada or some shit. Who, that's Ted that, Cruz? Really? If I read somewhere, yeah, if I read somewhere, yeah, you know what? He can't run for president then. Apparently, there's a loophole. Apparently, there's he's a, a senator, fool. He's a senator for Texas. I saw the story somewhere. If you would use Google, you motherfucker, you would see what I was talking about. That nigga ain't born. He, he looks weird. He has a really pointy nose. He looks like a bird. Wow. Oh, oh, so never mind. He was he was oh well Taylor was right for once in his life. He he was apparently born in I mean, but he he's his nationality is American, so he got away with it. His nationality is American? That's what it says. I'm American? looking at I'm looking at his Wikipedia oh, right now. American nationality is nationality. American. American is a nationality. Yes. Now I'm asking you a question. No. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> No. But American I pledge allegiance to the American race. This dude's name is Rafael <laughs> Edward Cruz. Is he Latino? No. <laughs> you think? I mean, dude, he, you're like a he's a super right wing conservative from Texas. Like it's kind of hard for me. I didn't, I didn't say he, he he could be a whitewashed Latino. You know, no, he probably is because the birthers ain't like <laughs> super upset that he is. The birthers? Yeah, like. Um, the the people that are all on Obama, like he needs a, a birth certificate from America. Wow. Although I'm looking at this dude's credentials, he did go to Harvard and Princeton and Harvard Law School. Okay, that's kind of impressive. But didn't George Bush go to some kind of Ivy School too? He's an idiot. <laughs> George Bush. I know. You listen, say you know, idiot. You, like, you know what I mean by yeah. idiot. Just shut. Don't try to act like you don't know what I mean by idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean not a great he, president. He, listen, he's clearly an intelligent individual, but he just comes off as an idiot. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> because, I I... You know, because, you know, nuclear. You know, Fun, funny that. story. Uh, I had, a, like, a teacher in high school, like, tell me to apply for Harvard. I was like, motherfucker, do you? Like, I'm not getting into Harvard. Pretty much. You I, weren't. I got a letter back. Like, I got a super thin letter back. It was like, probably just laughed at the application. Not like, qualified, you, black nigga. You are not qualified, Negro. <laughs> That's basically... Uh oh wow well Cam applied oh they came to interview you well fuck you Cam and all your smartness and shit yeah uh, Cam had to Cam had to interject with that shit well you, well, well, you know Ben they kind of did come to interview me you stupid Negro they interview <laughs> you. 
Uh, I mean, my SAT scores and my ACT scores were good. It was just uh, like only only my Kansas GPA wasn't high enough. And they, the idiot without actually calling you an idiot. Yeah, my GPA wasn't high enough, and and my GPA wasn't even bad. Like I think I had like a three point. Yeah, but you didn't have a Harvard GPA. Yeah, it? like I wasn't taking a bunch of AP classes and shit like that. So I had like I had one of the GPAs that you get when you don't have AP courses. Like at, so like 3.8 or some shit like that. High school, I probably wouldn't even got in the Midlands Tech. <laughs> well, damn, bro. <laughs> I said at one point, I got better. Well, damn. <laughs> Nigga, Midlands Tech takes everybody. Bro, that's <laughs> they how bad. Look at your, they bro. just want to know if you graduated. Bro, that's how, that's how bad I was doing at that point in high school, man. It was well, damn. wrong crowd, man. All kinds of shit. Thuggery. Well, <laughs> Thuggery. <laughs> well, well, it's good that you straightened out. Cause uh, I became a better man. <laughs> cause, cause Mrs. Tech just wants to see the high school diploma. They don't care what your grades were. Oh man, so Allen Iver- Allen Iverson going to the front office in the seven sixes. What do you think? What do you think? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I it's mean, not what it's, exactly is his it's expertise. Just, it's not. It's not worse than Vladi Divac. So I mean, I, well, know. nothing's worse than Vladi Divac. But um, I mean, what would he be able to tell? Like, cause like Iverson's one of the players. Like he would, see again, he would probably work in the player personnel department for like you know like scouting and shit like. Yeah, that. but see the thing with Iverson is he's one of those players that can do and not teach. You know what I mean? Well, like, you know, I, I don't know if he's, he's really. Not, he, I don't think he's gonna be teaching anything. He's just gonna be scouting and looking at talent. I guess. Uh, do Do I think that AI is the best player to ne- never win a chip? Um. See that? Who, who has that cam? Zach, um, man, that's a tough one. Because I'm trying he's to think of de- other players that did definitely, win. He's definitely top three. He's one of he's one of them. I mean, Karl Malone. I mean, Karl Malone. Just, just just off the eye test, it's Karl Malone, Charles Barkley, and Allen. Will Adam. Chamberlain has a championship. Oh, well, yeah, he does. <laughs> You're an idiot. He does. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, Karl Malone. Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, well, no, Al uh, Patrick Ewing, Gary Payton, Barkley. Much as I like hate to like say that because I fucking hate Barkley as a person. Not as a I player. mean, again, the, I think the the top three is definitely Carl Malone, Charles Barkley. And okay, Al-Avis. Ben like, Sean Kemp wasn't that great. <sighs> okay. He, Sean, Sean Kemp, Kemp. Sean Kemp was that great for a small amount of time. Yeah, That's Sean Kemp point. can't be the greatest anything. Like Sean Kemp was really now, good for like three, four years. He, he's probably the greatest of all time in catching bodies. Now, we, yeah. we can give now, Sean Kemp will catch a body. Sean he's Kemp will catch a body, body catch. quick. Catch and a body and point body. at you. <laughs> catch all the body. But yeah, like Sean Kemp's window was so damn so, 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 okay, so who, he got who, so fucking fat. You said top okay. Since Zachary asked the question, okay. Who would you take? AI, AI at their apex, Charles Barkley or Allen Iverson? Who's, who's Alan the better Alan Iverson? player at their apex? I'll take Allen Iverson. Okay. Iverson because or Carmelo. Here's the thing. Allen Iverson took a fucking horrible 76ers team. Again, I hear you, but that doesn't... We're doing a head-to-head player talent matchup, though. Allen Iverson, pound for pound, might be... Is he a, is he at at their apex? Is he a better basketball player than Charles Barkley? At their apex, what was Iverson averaging? If you if you career the if you if you get if you give me both of their career best year, I'm about to look them both up too. Because <laughs> I think Charles I averaging like what twenty eight and fourteen or something. Yeah, but like there was a year where like 
He uh, have, uh, Iverson have was averaging like 30 something points a game. You're right. Like and, not 30, 30 something. Again, he was averaging 30 something with nobody else even averaging Nobody like else. At five foot. They 11. said six foot. He was not six feet tall. Five that ten. is a lie from the devil. Five ten. <laughs> he 33 points. Uh 33. He hit Iverson's best season was 0506. He was averaging 33 points a game. God damn it. Seven assists. Ooh. Three rebounds. Yeah, uh, I'm trying Steel. to see steals. Two steals a game. He was Yikes. shooting eighty-one percent from the free throw, thirty-two percent from three, forty-four percent from the field. Charles Barkley's best was, season, and he was probably leading the NBA in minutes that year. Too. And Cam, I'm not trying to discount Charles Barkley. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Of course not. And Charles Barkley's best year, well, like twenty-eight, twelve, twenty-eight, eleven, twenty-eight, eleven. God damn, that's good. <sighs> see. How many blocks? Well, Charles really well, he, wasn't. A he was six four. Blocker. He was blocking. Yeah, he was like six four, but <laughs> I mean, he, he's a half a block. He, like Charles really wasn't out in these streets blocking shots. Uh, I don't know because I'm so partial to Iverson because I still in my parent. I parents, think it depends on. I think it depends on what you like in a player. I, yeah. I think when it, when it gets down to this type of thing where you like comparing two different positions. Yeah, like see, for me, Iverson will always have a special part in my heart because in my bedroom. In He's my a warrior. house, I still warrior. have the picture of him stepping over Tyron Lue. That was one of the coldest moments in basketball, where he hit that crossover, stepped back, hit stepped the three, over stepped over his ass like, motherfucker, you ain't got shit, that's, that's, and walked that's, down the court. That's him telling Phil Jackson, you want to start this cat so he can shut me down? Yeah, drop 50 on all of you most. <laughs> See, Charles, Charles had his moments, bro, but I wasn't, like, growing up with Charles. Like, I understand. I, rec- I yeah, wanted but, but to again, the That shoot is a bias, scene. though. That, that is also a bias. And so I'm saying I'm biased. I'm completely biased because I wanted to be Iverson. <laughs> I had the shoes. Bro, that was straight. The back, Tyron Lue was so much. Him telling wanted, Phil Jackson, motherfucker, oh, get yeah, another yeah. man on me. You heard me? Huh? So that was back when we all wanted tattoos and cornrows. Yeah. And- Cause like, cause I felt like when I watched that, I felt like motherfucker put another man on me. That's what it felt like. Like y'all better get this boy off the court. I'm whooping his ass. It felt like total disrespect. Like how dare you not so put much disrespect? And like, you- and I remember seeing Michael Jordan do that shit to people all the time. Michael Jordan used to disrespect motherfuckers. But see, but see, but see, here's the thing. Court talking but, it, to you. but it's different coming from AI because he's of this generation. It's, yeah. it's different and, coming and, from and, AI. And, and, you know, and I, I and it sucks. That like you don't see players do things like that as much anymore. Because you'll get teed up. Because <laughs> you get teed up. Because I, I I would love to see Westbrook straight yam on somebody oh, and just no. talk all the shit to him, just all of it. Like now saying that Demarcus Cousins did Nene dirty. Yes, yeah, Demarcus Cousins oh. crossed Nene up and and mean mugged him. Demarcus and Cousins is a special player. By the way, he's six eleven, two hundred eighty pounds, and he crossed the shit out of somebody. Yeah, and, and Ben, I miss the trash talk, bro. Like I miss Gary Payton. Like me I'm, too. Man. Reggie Miller has a special place in my heart when he grabbed his balls and made the choking sign. Oh man! Like he basically told, you like you can't do, do that, that in the NBA can't now. Do that now. Like and that again, was beautiful. It's not. It's not the player's fault. It's the league's fault. <laughs> not the player's fault. It's the league's yeah, fault. Yeah, because like man, oh, these, man. Please believe me, these players, when they play each other in the offseason, oh, there's hella shit talking now, about. Now, that being said, Kevin Garnett be out here, like, saying the worst things he can think of. You mean that, like, like the shit he said against Carmelo in that yeah, game? Yeah, and, like, Carmelo was waiting for him at the bus. Like, Carmelo was like, hey, 
Hey, got real there for a minute. Like shit got really real for a second. Carmelo was even waiting though, at the even though I I love how Carmelo was sitting there waiting for him in the bus, but we all remember that fight at, at that fight in NYC. He ran away from Nate Robinson. He, he ran he away hit him and from ran Nate away. Robinson <laughs> because he knows that Nate Robinson is about that life, and he ain't. That's what he knew that. But no, nah, but man, I miss the trash talk, man. I miss the trash talk, man, because like. Listen, I miss being able to keep watching Chris Childs punch the legit shit out of Kobe Bryant. Like, I miss seeing that. You, you have, I mean, Kobe Bryant even would be the one to talk shit. Like, cause <laughs> you know, you know Kobe would say something. Kobe, Kobe is one to call you a faggot on the floor. But he ain't gonna meet you, but he ain't gonna meet you by the bus, though. No, but on the basketball court, <laughs> like, I know you're not a huge fan, like, you're a fan of Kobe. I don't know how big of a fan Listen, but I'm a fan of Kobe's game like a motherfucker. I can't, Kobe's game. Kobe, Kobe seems like the type of dude to me to say something horrible like, to you. Well, again, that that's part of him being an insufferable human being. Is that he well, yeah, because Kobe doesn't have any real friends because Kobe is a terrible person. But as a basketball, oh well, no, let me he, let me not say he's that. He's not a terrible. He's a he's, weird person. He's no, a he's just insufferable. Person. He's an insufferable guy. Well, he's a strange person. I mean, hell, I've heard Michael Jordan is a t- uh, insufferable guy. Nah, I mean, that's pretty much obvious from just, that's, that's obvious. I mean, hell, Kevin Durant, I, well, see, I don't think Kevin Durant would Kevin Durant be. wants to be insufferable, but he isn't. He wants like, to I, I really don't see Kevin Durant out here really talking shit. Like, I, I saw But he art- doesn't really need to, because he's like almost seven feet tall I'm and saying, can but you I, up and hit a three. I saw an article saying like something about like him and Westbrook are like mad about OKC media said something, and I'm like, so that's the reason why you guys are like mean mugging the media and shit. Now, like, grow well, up. Basically, the whole thing was like, Steve Na- not Stephen Adams, uh, Nick Collison, who doesn't deserve a penny on the money he gets. Like, Is Nick Collison doesn't. Nick Collison does nothing. He doesn't like, play right now. All all Nick Collison really does is set that's screens. He said, and he doesn't even Collison. set them that great because Stephen Adams Collison. could come in and do it better. Yeah, of all. Yep, because Nick Collison ain't out here giving you no points. Um, um, but um. Well, I so I guess I guess the, the OKC media was like, why don't we just dump that salary? Yeah, and, and they were like, well, we like him. Well, he's not very good at basketball. It doesn't matter if you like him or not, Kevin. You have to justify giving him the money. Nope. Uh, but you know, um, I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, man. Any more, I, any more basketball questions, Zach? Come on, we're here. Any more basketball? Because we got about thirteen minutes. Any more basketball sports questions in general? Oh man, you know, I went back and watched a little bit of the Fab Five. Uh, documentary while we killing time. Um, it's amazing how talented that damn team was. Like people, Chris, Chris Webber was a man above young children in in college. Uh, Zach says, "Who do we got in the NCAA tournament?" Um, well, we said it earlier. Uh, I got Kentucky. Um, clearly. Um, like again, I keep if if Kentucky keep, if Kentucky keeps playing this level of defense, nobody's going to beat them. Which they've done all year. So I'll, I'll, so, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, like when you have like four seven footers that okay, you can, North Carolina I, I, State. I, have a, I got a topic. I got a topic. I got a topic. Yeah, we got about twelve. Anybody minutes. in the anybody in the in the chat? We got three people in the chat. Okay, so Ripatino has come out and said that he's in favor of letting high school players go to the NBA, which I applaud because i with that too by the way mm-hmm. but i mean even with this kentucky team like even this year in college basketball the talent pool the the humongous disparity well i'll say this year unlike last year there's a bunch of players i can see being really good pros old boy at ohio state um and i've got his name now 
Yeah, but zero. He can play. But here's the thing. But they're but they're gone. They sh- they're gone. They're gone. They're after well, they would have never been there if like yeah, exactly. dead serious. Like most of this Kentucky team wouldn't exist with they that wouldn't. rule because uh, the yeah. Harrison twins, so bro. Like I I looked at uh, mock drafts last year. The Harrison yeah. twins were slotted to go like, oh uh, yeah, Cam D'Angelo. They were slotted to go like three and four before they played. Like like dudes was like so sure they were going to be great. Like my thing about it is like okay, let's are you are you for guys being able to go to high school? Or are you for the two year stay two years and things? Um, I'm for you going if you feel like you can play out of high school, you should be able to go. But I feel like if you do decide to go to college, you should um, be able to stay at least two years. Uh, hold on, did you know there was twins that played together at Kansas? Too? Yes. Cam, do you not watch the NBA? The, no, the Morris not, twins. No. Cam doesn't think we knew that. That's the thing about yeah, it. Yeah, the know? the Morris it's, twins actually have a joint contract. Like they literally yeah, they do. can't be traded separately. Like if you trade them, you have to trade they them both. They so got about fifty three million dollars that they split. They're gonna be career Phoenix Suns just for that reason. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they're gonna be like that. Even if they're career Phoenix Suns, hell, they could both play. I take the yeah. Morris twins. Yeah, they can both play. They can they can both they're both athletic big men. They can get out. Well, I mean, one's a little bit better than the other. Yeah, but but not by much. But uh, you know, hit threes. <clears throat> play the play the three or the four. Yes. Um, stretch four. Stretch four. Uh, inside three. You know, they they can do a little bit of everything. They're, they're both <clears throat> good players. But I I, I yeah. find it really interesting that they did a joint contract. I find it amusing actually <laughs> that they get a joint contract. Okay, since we're still on basketball here, mm-hmm. we only got ten minutes. College basketball stars that were great in college and they have just not done. They haven't lived up to where they were either drafted or the hype around them in college. Gary Russell. I mean, Gary Russell. Wow. I can mind two people. Gary Harris. Well, see, here's the thing. Nobody. He was never. He was never predicted to be a superstar in the NBA. True. Like, like, J.J. Zach says J.J. Reddick. I don't think he was ever going to be a superstar. I think everybody knew the deal was with JJ. He Ray. had the athleticism really to be great. Harrison like, Barnes. Um, well, here's the thing. I'm kind of. I mean, guys who are on in their career, like he's he's still really young. Hashim so, the Beat, who should yeah, not have been yeah. fucking drafted that high. He is definitely on this list. Hashim the Beat. Because yeah. I remember watching that draft and being like, "Well, he can't really do anything." Yeah, he got took shots. really high for somebody who can't score with his back to the basket or <laughs> do anything but block shots. Shots. Um, and he he really can't defend anybody because he's too small. Um, um, the 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 uh the big trash bag. Ah, oh. oh, Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert is garbage. To be drafted, well, he is straight fucking here's the garbage. Thing. He didn't get drafted in the lottery, but I think the fact he got paid fifty million dollars is the reason why he's on this. <laughs> garbage. Garbage. Oh man. Um. Who else? Um. Uh. Who's Adam the dude from Mor- Adam Morris? Adam Moore, The mustache. Ooh, he was so good in college too. He was a great shooter. Terrible as a and he went to the NBA and forgot how to shoot. Terrible as a pro. Um, who else? Yeah, he was really bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, who we got here? Um, could we? I don't. Carlos Boozer. Carlos Boozer did has been a serviceable player. I mean, Carlos Boozer. Okay. 
Got you. Carl Boozer put up like I, some I just, good numbers just, for a couple I, years in a row. I was throwing it out there. I was just throwing it out there. Um, what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? Who used to play for the the Bulls? He was really athletic. Tyrus Thomas. Yes, that guy. The I can jump and do nothing else guy. The only reason Tyrus Thomas existed was Glenn Davis. Well, like that. well, Glenn Davis would be my next person. He was dominant in college. Oh, Glenn Davis was an absolute animal in college. Yeah, uh, but uh, I never thought he was going to be really good. Really, that, I mean, I never thought he would be really great in the pros anyway because he didn't really have the athleticism. It's true at all. So, I mean, I don't even, know. Even though I, you know, I hate to say it, Sean May, he just got hurt too damn much. Um, who else came out of that group? Round it was round. Sean May. Were you about to say no Sean Moreno? That's football. So. No, I was saying I'm trying to think who else came out of that group. Sean May, Felt- Raymond Felton. There was another. There was two other dudes. Ah, oh, Rashad McCants. Oh yeah, oh, he that- did nothing. Eddie Curry. Oh God, Eddie Curry. Oh, he was so fat. But he was so talented. Really? Uh, where Where did you see this talent, Taylor? No, I mean, I mean, I mean, coming out seven feet high school. tall, two hundred and seventy pound, and he already had post moves, and he's just trash. Absolute trash. No, Eddie Curry was never impressed by Eddie. He couldn't Curry. even give you five rebounds. Like he'd give you. Oh, <laughs> Ben. Ben said McCants did nothing but snitch on UNC. Pretty hey, much. I mean, if you out here breaking the rules, I mean. <clears throat> well, okay, hold on, hold on. He he snitched on USC and he also fucked Khloe Kardashian. So I mean, there you go. Oh, he did. Well, yeah, he did. Actually. He. I think he dated her for a little bit. Well, look at him, the trifecta. But that wouldn't be. That wouldn't be. Uh, well, he got to the NBA. Yeah. You know who's a player that should have been so much better than he actually was? Lamar Odom. Crack is whack. I mean, to be seven feet tall, basically, and be able to play point guard. I'm going to need Lamar to bring me those crack receipts. <laughs> like Whitney Houston, show me the receipts so, for, show crack. Me the... for crack. Show me the receipts for crack. Kenyon because... Martin. What? Okay, see, Kenyon Martin's problem was... No, listen, he, we're, we're comparing college career. He was the player of the year in college basketball. But see, Kenyon Martin, it wasn't... And he was also picked really high. But it wasn't his fault. I understand that, but we again, we're just going... I, I'm not doing faults here. I'm just saying. He didn't... I'm just saying. But, like, his he's knees, still, like, he's still imploded playing. upon... He, no, he, he is? Oh, yeah, he is. Still, but his knees, like, like his knees... You're right. Like, Richard Jeff Richard Jefferson. Okay, see Richard Jefferson, you didn't want him to shoot, but like there was he, a couple of years where Richard Jefferson. He never cre- he never created anything except for being athletic and going like he there, there was no mid range. Like, Richard Jefferson, Richard Jefferson had a couple years where he was putting up like at least twenty points. Yeah, but he was never. But again, he but he wasn't the guy. Jason Kidd was the guy. I mean, but did he did he really have to be the guy? Yeah, but if you if you were, but again, he was a what a top ten pick, um, thirteenth pick. I mean, that's still in the lottery. So, well, he averaged twenty points one time, two times, two times. Drew Gooden was he really good in college? He was a first team All American. Oh, remember that Kansas team played uh, Mello in the championship game? He was remember? on that team. Kurt Heinrich and Kurt Heinrich, and Nick Collison. Hey, Kurt Heinrich. I'll Listen, Kurt, I will always he, respect Kurt Heinrich. He, Kurt he Heinrich got, is a hard nose. Yeah. I'm not very talented player. 
He's, he's, he's not very talented now. Like he, when he first got the lead, he was a talented player. Yeah, yeah. He was. He's talented player. He can shoot, defend. You know all that good shit. Now Nick Carlson on the hand, <clears throat> Nick Carlson wasn't even half the player he was in college rest of his NBA career. What did Nick Carlson? I mean, well, uh, no, you got uh, motherfucking uh, not Laurinaitis. Oh, uh, the Duke James Laurinaitis, the what? Duke guy. I'm trying to remember his name. Le- Leitner. Christian Leitner did nothing in the NBA. Everybody hated him in college. He used to kill motherfuckers in college. He did. Unfortunately, uh-huh. Grant Hill. Unfortunately, because his ankle. He played for like forty years, but. Yeah, you you, you got to throw Grant Hill on there. You, you Grant Hill would have been great, bro. Like Grant Hill, like if if Grant Hill hadn't like his ankles hadn't like snapped up, Grant Hill could have been. And then and, and then is, he still came back and became a, a serviceable. A really, yeah, I'm a, looking at the stats now. Like you could see when it happened. Like because yeah. there was that there was a year in Detroit where he was 25 points a game. Then he went to Orlando and he played for four games. It was 13. Then with Orlando, he got up back up to 19. He played for a while. Could you imagine if if him and T Mac were able to play together for any length of time? T Mac is one of the what? unstoppable scoring machine we've ever seen in basketball. Yeah. But also not somebody I would necessarily want on my team. Not because but, he's a bad no, teammate. No, but, it's just because, but, again, but again, you're teaming him up with somebody who can do everything in a healthy Grand Hill, though. That's the thing. You team up with somebody who can do everything. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, there, there was one time where Tracy McGrady and if, was If they would have had Grand Hill, they kind of would have beat the Pistons because the Pistons had no business winning that playoff series. Yeah, because there, <laughs> there was a year. Because I'm looking at that 2 season. Oh, Wow. Yeah, man, could you imagine that team? Because exactly. I'm looking at those three those three years that Grant Hill was basically injured. Yeah. Here's T-Max scoring for those three years. 26 points a game, 25 points a game, 32 points a game, Good and night. 28 points a game. Like Now, you, to be fair, the rest of that team is legit trash outside of Daryl Armstrong. This legit is true. Trash. This is true. That only also other, says a lot more about Trace McGrady being able to score no matter what the fuck you did to but, him. The only other serviceable player for any length period is Daryl Armstrong. Everybody else is legit trash. Yeah. Oh, shit. We only got a minute, 32 seconds. Well, we've talked a lot. Um, Shout out to Andrew Clerk and Pat Garrity. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right. So this will be it for this episode of Black is the New Black. This is Ben. You can find me on Twitter at Blackout89. That's B-L-A-Q-O-U-T-89. Um and uh, Taylor, tell people where you from. They can find you, man. Shaboy Taylor. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Chill underscore Facebook Taylor Smith. Holla at me. All right. So thank you guys for listening. Remember, download at my take. Oh, oh wow. Download at RageWorks if you're interested in the iTunes. You just go to iTunes and type in my take radio, all one word, and we will be like my take. Uh, RageWorks presents. Black is the new black. So this has been Ben and Taylor. We out. Peace. We out of here. Show coming later this week. Peace. The walls closing in and shit. Yeah, yeah. Feeling it. Hell yeah. Reporting live from my apartment room for a couple of years now when the same spirits as Martin Luther. Pulling rabbits out of my hat. Why we jump out of my lack imaginary one? Cause in real life I'm driving this. Shit.